And we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank you all for being here tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show. And I appreciate y'all for that. If you enjoy my content in general, if you're enjoying the channel, if you enjoy the live streams please hit the like button on the video if you're watching on youtube or if you're watching or listening on an audio streaming platform give me a five star rating give me a review give me a share do whatever you can on that particular platform that you're on we got a whole lot going on tonight there's a whole lot happening in the internet in washington dc all over america all over the world did you guys see the house hearings it's been a few house hearings. I think there was one today with the um, the tech giants. We'll talk about that, I guess, for a while. But the main one I want to talk about was one with uh, Bill Barr. I mean, I don't really get excited about these hearings because it's kind of a dog and pony show. Wake me up when you actually have some laws that get passed. You know, some things that actually come as a result of the hearing. I'm not trying to hear all these random morons in a house that you don't know random house reps talking about i'm reclaiming my time you asking the man questions he's trying to answer you're over talking him as he's answering and claiming that he's over talking you and claiming that he doesn't want to answer it's like man come on this is so silly it's so dumb we all know what's going on nobody's being fooled nobody's being uh led astray we'll talk about that and much more on tonight's episode of abl live and again I thank y'all for joining. You could be pretty much anywhere or a few different places, but you're right here with me live on the show. Thank y'all for that. Hit the like button on the video. And if you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Go ahead and subscribe right now. And when you do subscribe, click the bell as well. So you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. It's a whole lot going on. You're talking about the hearings. Uh, you're talking about the, 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 the drug that appears to work. You got all kinds of studies that are out there. Everybody knows that it works, but apparently you can't say that it works because if you do, you get, um, well, they, they, they try to delete you. Like, I'm gonna tell you about that video I put out. You guys know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna be kind of careful talking about it here, but my voice is still out there and I'm gonna explain to you why. Now, I did a video about this drug. You have some doctors in front of the White House. They're talking about it, how well it works. You know, these are actual doctors in the field, right? And know what they're doing. So they're out there talking about the drug, right? And they were saying how well it works. And of course, YouTube does not want to have anything that goes against the World Health Organization or the Democratic Party in general when it comes to health. And I think the reason is because they don't want to be held liable if some moron goes out there and takes fish tank cleaner. And also, it could just be kind of an agenda. But regardless of what, it didn't really matter because when they deleted it, my article kind of went viral. There's an article on my website about it. And if you have not seen the article, uh, go to anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B-L-O-G-A-N.com. I didn't even re-upload my, upload my video yet. I can, but the article, I was able to write everything in there. I had the full press conference in there. So that was enough. That article has like 600,000 likes on it. That's more than what it got on YouTube. So it doesn't even really matter that they took it off because you can't stop the message. You can't stop my website. You can't delete my website. You can't block my website. You know, I, I think the doctor said they had a website on Squarespace and that got taken down. Nah, I have my own hosting, my own domain. Like I own all this. 
Now, if you come and take my stuff from me, my property, now be in some, now I can sue you for that because I'm not on someone else's thing using their thing. You know, Squarespace and Wix and whatnot, that's a third party, even WordPress.org, that's a third party platform. If you put your website on there, you're subject to the terms and conditions. But if I got my own website on my own host and I pay for outside of a third party platform, you can't do anything to me, okay? Now you may have some hosting sites that wanna take you off, but I mean, now you're dealing with something way different. Now you can actually get into some legal issues with them. Even if you're taking off of that way, you can find a way to get your website online. All right. I know how to get a, a site online. I know guys that had servers in their house, like somebody else I know by the name of, uh, I, I won't say her full name, just say her first name starts with an H and it ends with an Hillary and her last name is Clinton. <laughs> All right. They had a server in their house, server email, right? I could do the same thing over here with the website, but different story. I don't have my own server, but I can, I, I can do that. That's not, that's not a problem. All right, but um, basically the articles on my website is it went viral, six hundred thousand likes. It's all over the place. Everybody knows about it. So the objective is to get the message out there, to let everybody know what's going on, and to not let the mainstream media and big tech rule the news industry, to to let them dominate what gets out and what doesn't get out. And mission accomplished. It's out there. You can't stop it. It was already out there before. So what are you going to do? It's out there. Again, the article about the drug that works very well is in the description box. You go to anthonyblogan.com. It's right there on the front page. All right. So, yeah, all they did by deleting the video was just amplify it more because now it's like, oh, what's this? Why are you deleting it? What's going on? What it, like, why is this gone? Should I see what's going on with it? Should I investigate for myself? And people did that. And that video, that, that article is still being read right now. So yeah, shout out to everybody that went to the website and read the article and shared it and liked it and did everything else. I appreciate you guys. All right. Oh, you're right. You're right about that, Bang Child. It's all about money. Really, at the end of the day, they don't want certain drugs to get notoriety because if they do get notoriety, then that takes away money from people. You know, you got some drugs that are very cheap, come in the pill form, very well known, been around for a hundred years or whatever the case, and they're safe to use for other drugs, for other, like for, for lupus and malaria, they're very safe for that, okay? But when you're talking about it being used for this, it kind of messes up the plan. It's like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not use that for that. We got to use those over here. We got to prolong it to get the, to, to juice the political stuff out of it to make people become demoralized and we got to put them on this very expensive drug that you can only get through IV use. So we got to prepare these people to become dope fiends to get used to, you know, banging needles. And we got to charge them an arm and a leg for this drug that's experimental and doesn't even really work that well with the virus. You understand what I'm saying? So you can't have the actual things that work make a difference. You can't have those be out here. So it is what it is. Like I said, that they try to stop my voice and trying to stop our voice, but they can't do it because there's so many ways you can get it out there. You could be on the street. You got your own website, got your own server, do whatever you want to do. They can't stop it. All right. If we're all talking about it, what are they going to do? I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, my own website, in the street, wherever I'm at, I'm talking about it. What are you going to do about it? Lock me up. Good luck with that. First Amendment. How about it? But thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience on the internet. If you enjoyed what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. Share the video. 
do all that good stuff and also subscribe to the channel if you're not subscribed already but yeah uh, I, I will say youtube is a youtube has improved youtube used to be much worse with the with the censoring and demonetization they've they've definitely improved but they still got to tighten up a lot and where they fall short i'm going to be able to fill in the gaps and still get it out there and you can't do nothing about it all right so yeah yeah they're talking about witchcraft and demon this it's like man come on that's just what what, what they're doing with trying to bring up the doctor's you know uh, her other things talking about demons all this and that they, they're trying to embarrass her they're trying to discredit her and they're not looking at the actual science and not looking at the actual data that she has and the other doctors have because it ain't just her there are thousands of doctors that agree with her now my question to anybody out there that disagrees with what i'm saying is when you go to a doctor like let's say anthony Fauci, although he's not been in a room treating patients in like 30 years but different story i digress let's just say that you go to the doctor and they tell you you have some kind of condition oh you got diabetes all right so you're just gonna take that be like hey man i guess i got diabetes i gotta go on the metformin and whatnot and do whatever i gotta do or will you just say you know what maybe i can get a second opinion a third opinion and then figure out what's going on because guess what Here's a, here's a shocker for you because you don't know doctors can be wrong doctors are infallible they're actually human beings and they can make mistakes you know there's a thing called malpractice like don't more people die from malpractice than but anyway police brutality but anyway doctors make mistakes they're human beings so you gotta get different opinions have everybody come to the table and then give their opinion so when you see this whole thing about oh the science is settled this works that works well since when was science ever settled you know that it was a man i think he was a french doctor who was the first person to say you probably should wash your hands before you do an operation before you go treat on patients and at the time when he said that he was ridiculed they thought he was a nut job he died in a mental hospital as a result of all the backlash he received for saying something that we all know to be common sense at this particular point before you go into operating room or whatnot wash your hands all right it's just kind of basic if you're using your hands to perform an operation and you putting it on people inside of people or whatever you want to make sure it's clean so you don't introduce so you don't introduce germs into the body of a patient you're working on you understand to to reduce infection and whatnot it's kind of like basic common sense but back then that was not really a thing the same thing with the earth being flat that was a thing now some of y'all i don't know where you get this from we still think it's flat but different story at one point the earth it, it was it was flat or it was a uh it, it, what was it what they call it the uh the geocentric uh, solar system where the earth revolved around the well where some revolved around the earth not the other way around the way it is today if you said something different then you were you were crazy you were a heretic but we always learn new things as time goes along because different people have their points of view they have experiments they have results they got studies and then you come to a conclusion that's kind of how science works it's a study science is literally the study of the natural world around you it's not just oh well Fauci says it's true so he's a patron saint of science so I got to believe whatever he says and I cannot question him and if I do question him I get you know I get ostracized I get bullied I get thrown in the penitentiary or whatever it is you know I'm seen as a heretic like ha have we advanced in society or as people or have we not advanced 
I feel like the more things change, the more they say the same. You don't have the, the literal witch hunts anymore like you had back in Salem, Massachusetts, but we got a new form of it. You know, it's kind of like this, this animalistic instinct that we have as human beings to do that to each other, but we got to get beyond that and understand that we're human beings and we're not animals and we can, you know, go beyond our basic instincts and use our brains and use some things that we have learned from in the past. But you know what? The left, the, 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 the lefties in general, they don't really like history. They don't really like um, learning from their past. So they're going to continue to do things like this because they don't even understand where they came from. It's like a lost dog trying to find his way home, you know, but hey, I'm kind of getting off on a, on a tangent here. But yeah, Science always changes. They're trying to assassinate the character, the doctor, trying to talk about, oh, she's crazy, talking about demon this and that and, you know, ridiculous stuff. They, they, they're trying to make her seem ridiculous to avoid looking at the reality of what's going on. She ain't the only one talking about it. There are many others as well. Trump said it months ago. People have come out on TV. Remember Karen Whitsitt? She came out and said that it helped her months ago and if it was not for the drug then she'd probably be dead Gretchen Whitmer tried to prevent the drug from being in Michigan but she was able to fight the doctor not literally obviously but fight for her ability to get it and then it saved her life she was at the, she was at Deb's door knocking on it but then it made a total 180 and she back good right now today as a result of that so I feel like once we can get past all the ridiculousness from the media trying to demonize those that want to talk about actual proven methods to cure this thing or not cure it to, to at least treat it properly. Once we can get past that, we'll be just fine. All this mad stuff ain't going to do nothing. They're talking about Louis Gomer. Oh, shout out to my man, Brandon Tatum for becoming a member of the ABO squad. <laughs> shout out Tatum. Thank you, man. I appreciate you boss. But once we get past all this, we're able to get somewhere. They're talking about Louis Gomer talking about, oh, he didn't wear his mask. That's the reason why he got the virus. Well, wasn't it Anthony Fauci himself that said that the mask will not prevent you from catching the virus? The mask can only prevent you from spreading it. So who do I listen to? Do I listen to those that are on Twitter, the news journalists talking about, oh, he didn't wear a mask, that's why he got it. Do I listen to the yellow journalists or to people like Fauci that they put up on the pedestal? And then Fauci changes from day to day. Matter of fact, Fauci don't even believe in the mask. This guy be out there with his nose out, mouth out, chin out, everything else. All right, he don't even really believe in the mask. I seen him, you know, messing with his mask, picking and flicking boogers in his mask. It's like, sir, you talk about wearing a mask, but you don't even really wear it. So who am I going to believe? My, my own lion eyes or just the yellow journalist, the lefty journalist that got an axe to grind and a point to prove? You know, like, who do I actually believe? I think I'll believe what makes sense. The mask, if you can smell your, 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 your steak dinner through that from 500 feet away, you're not stopping the virus. All right. All you can really do is stop maybe a droplet and that could prevent the spread. But maybe we should focus on um, rather than trying to hide away from the virus and duck and dodge the virus, find out a real way to treat it that makes sense and that's affordable for everybody and it's easily accessible rather than just trying to gate things off behind some kind of, you know, some, some kind of fortress. You know, let's let's just get beyond that. Alrighty. But thank you all for being here yet again. You guys are fantastic. The best audience on the internet. What else we got going on? Uh, Louis Gomez, yeah, he'll be fine. I feel like a lot of these guys in D.C. take 
the drug. I'm going to just say the drug, you know, you know, I'm talking about they take it, but they don't want to say anything. Trump came out and said that he's taking it. You know, he took it. I'm not, not, he might still be on it. He might he may or may not still be on it, but he was on it as a preventative measure. And Trump's still good. He's moving around, traveling. He's just fine. So what's the big deal? All right. I, I don't really get it at all. But hey, I feel like at this particular point in time, this is being used as a, a political tool. That's that's really the, the long and short of it. One thousand percent. All right, let me get to my next topic here. I got a few things I want to get off my chest. I just got to refresh myself. And if you guys are not um, following me on, on my social media platforms, go ahead and do that too. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. I think Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Anthony Brian Logan, the entire thing, B-R-I-A-N. And then uh, Facebook, not Facebook, Instagram is instagram.com forward slash Anthony B. As in boy, Logan, Twitter, the same thing, twitter.com forward slash Anthony B. Logan. Oh, let's talk about, <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to get to, I, I'm going to get back to the house hearings. That's kind of where I was starting at, and I kind of got off track. I got way off track. But the house hearings, have you guys seen the house hearings with uh, uh, Bill Barr? And you got all these guys and girls talking about, I'm reclaiming my time. Why would you ask him a question and then not let him answer? These things are dark and pony shows. I was wanting to see something from the tech um, hearing, but I don't really get excited. Wake me up when they come up with some actual laws and legislation that get passed to prevent them from censoring us, to prevent them from discriminating against us. You know, the argument I always hear is that, you know, they're private companies. They can do what they want. Yes, that's true, but only to a certain extent. You know, I'm a private company. But I can't just sell drugs. You know, there are certain things that are legal and certain things that are illegal. We need to get beyond this whole publisher platform thing. We're not going to win that battle. If you try to do that, you actually make things worse. If you make them become a publisher, what will end up happening is that you'll see you, you'll be able to have less access to free content. It, it'd be like get it off. It'd be like reading the New York Times. So it'll, it'll be even more restrictive because New York Times, they put up things that they review and they have to put up statements that are actually true. Even if it's kind of like yellow a little bit, they could put a spin on it and make it seem one way, but it has to be kind of true. If it's not true, then they can get sued for that. But my whole point is that their whole thing is left, 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 far left. If you make it to where Twitter has to be a publisher, same thing with Google and everything else, you won't have an open product. You have more of a closed product. And so it's pros and cons to that. The pros are that you have, you, well, it's really no pros to it because if they are a publisher, they can just say, all right, no conservative stuff. We're just basically a newspaper. And you, you just won't even be there at all versus being censored. You just won't be there, period. And it'll be all content that they make themselves rather than having user-generated content. What we got to do is get beyond the publish versus platform thing and get into a law. What law can we pass that will prevent them from discriminating against us? Okay, if you are a search engine or a website that has search ability, you cannot discriminate against anyone unless it's illegal content. That should be the law right there. All right, unless you got like bullying and harassment or something like that. Like if you are actually like harassing an individual person or something like that. But beyond that, nah. That, that should be a law, not just trying to figure out where they fit in the outdated 
definition of a law anyway, come up with an actual law that supersedes all that to anybody. So it wouldn't just affect Google, Facebook, YouTube, it would affect everybody. No, you know, politically based discrimination as far as what you put on the platform. That should be the law. Now, if we can get that going, then we can get, you know, then we cooking with gas. But until that happens, and I'm not even really, I'm not even really excited, man. Wake, wake me up when we get to that point. Until then, I'm not even really with it. All right. But what else we got going on? Oh, let's talk about the, uh, the grammar. Before I get to the grammar, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Let's talk about the Austin Black Lives Matter so-called protest. Did you guys see that? The guy in Austin, I did a video about that. That was a pretty big one. This guy... He was painted by the media when it first came out. Again, you got these publishers wanting to paint a narrative that has nobody else on the other side chiming in because it's just them publishing it without any kind of outside influence. Well, the outside influence is the leftist mob on Twitter, but different story, I digress. My whole point is that this guy was there with his quadruple amputee wife. Now, he's white and she's black, so you get so many woke points. The woke points are racking up. I'm talking about casino. You didn't hit jackpot. The machine is pouring out coins. You can't even, you can get your shirt out trying to catch it. It's like that. All right. So you're, you're a white guy and you're fighting for Black Lives Matter. You're wearing a mask. Therefore, you are super, you are woke. You're excellent. You're fantastic. And then you have a black wife. She has hair that appears to be natural. It's probably not, but I digress. It looks natural and she has a quadruple amputee, I think, due to medical malpractice. So she's a victim, you know, and she's disabled and she's black and it's an interracial relationship. All right. And she's wearing the mask, too. And he's out there pushing the wheelchair. He's a, a, a devoted fiance, all this and that. So all kind of woke points racking up. Right. So when he gets popped by somebody because he pulled his gun on them first. The media totally ignored the fact that he was armed and was pointing at somebody. Oh, he was pushing his quadruple, not, not quadriplegic, quadruple amputee wife through the intersection. He was fighting for Black Lives Matter and then he got shot. I think Sean King, AKA Talcum X, AKA Martin Luther Cream said the same thing. People just jumping on it, angry emojis on Facebook, all this and that, right? But then once you get down to the reality of what happened, this guy did an interview before he lost his life, unfortunately. And he was like, hey, I got my gun because they're too, and to be censoring myself because you got kids watching, got little babies watching, they're too scared. He didn't say that, but anyway, they're too scared to come out here and do anything against me. All right. I'm not scared of the other side, meaning the right. I'm not afraid of them. I got my gun. They're not going to do anything. They're too scared. Well, Somebody did do something in the words of Ilhan Omar. Somebody did do something. The guy wants to be out there uh, blocking the road. And I'm going to just pause for a moment. Why are we still blocking the road? What is the purpose? All right. I got things to do. I got places to go. You, you just in the way. All right. Take the mouth breathing, screeching away from the road. Do it on the side of the road. That's fine. You could be like uh, how they be at uh, Tour de France where they riding their bikes and you got people on the side of the road, like a golf tournament, you in a gallery, whatever they call it, and like a little scrum. You could do that. That's fine. But get out of my way. I'm trying to get to my destination. People were trying to say, oh, well, you should have known better. The street was, it was blocked off. It's like, man, look, this is the road, sir. I have to be able to drive on the road. Cars go on the road. 
Did your mama never tell you to look both ways where you get in the street and don't play in the street? I was always told that. And if you're going to play in the street, do it in a neighborhood street. Don't go out there and, you know, 125th Street in Manhattan and be playing hopscotch. It's like, sir, we got cars coming. Beat, beat, man. Get out the way. But anyway, they're blocking the road, right? And this guy, the guy that got popped, he wants to point his rifle, like an AK-style rifle, into the car. It's like, all right, I'm surrounded by people. It's at night. You got your gun on me. What am I going to do? Okay, I got my gun. Pew, pew, pew. Simple as that. Now, some people said that the guy with the rifle shot first. It could have happened. That could have happened. But the guy actually told the police, from what I'm seeing, the guy that was in the car, he told the police that he fired first as far as the guy in the car. The guy outside did not fire first, according to the guy that was in the car. That could have happened, but that's not what the guy in the car said. The guy in the car said that he fired first at the guy that was outside. Now, I don't know what the guy in the car had. The guy in the car could have had a rifle, too, because, you know, if you're in a vehicle, you would think that you have a pistol or something that's, you know, easily maneuverable. But maybe that wasn't the case. He could have had one of them big 45s, you know, uh, 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 hand cannons or something like that. Or he could have had a rifle. He could have had a shotgun. Who knows? Not a shotgun. That's not, that wasn't a shotgun sound. He could have had a rifle or a big gun. I don't know what it was, but it was a big, you know, caliber weapon. And then the other shots that were in the video were of somebody else, a bystander in the crowd, firing his gun. So you got armed people surrounding you. It was at least two guys in the crowd with the gun. The one guy with the rifle, and then the other guy in the crowd that shot at the car as it was leaving. So. You armed, you surrounded me, you 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 falsely imprisoned me, not, not letting me go. Pew, pew, okay, now I'm going I'm to go to where I had to go. And you got to do whatever you got to do with, sorry, but I needed you to get out of my way. The car didn't even run over anybody. He just, you know, stopped and was just trying to get through. They weren't letting him. So it is what it is. You know, people, more people are getting shot and injured and just hurt in general during these so-called Black Lives Matter protests then got hurt or shot at the Million Man March back in 1995. I don't think anybody got hurt or shot at the Million Man March. And if I'm wrong, let me know in the comments below. You had black men out there with their families. And I think it was headed up by uh, Farrakhan. Nation of Islam's out there. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got shot, stabbed, nothing like that at the Million Man March, right? And this is all black folks now. But for some reason, at the Black Lives Matter so-called protests and marches, people are getting hurt every single day. So what is it really about? Is it about a peaceful protest? Is it about Black Lives Matter? Is it about fellowship? What is it about? It's about anarchy. It's about trying to take over the country. It's about a bunch of brainless people that just want to get involved with violence. It's kind of like Fight Club, where you just show up and you just want to get punched in the face right quick. That's what's going on right now with Black Lives Matter. So that, that term is a misnomer, Black Lives Matter. People that are just regular normies that don't understand what's happening, that don't really keep up with the news, they think it's a good thing. Oh, the fra like Will Smith said it. He was like, the phrase, Black Lives Matter. What the F is the point of contention? That's what he said on his YouTube channel, right? But he doesn't understand because he's just, he's a celebrity normie, in my humble opinion. A guy that's in this ivory tower that does not know what's happening on the ground level. Uh, Shout out to uh, Tiffany Haddish. She told a famous story about Groupon where she told Jada Pinkett, Will Smith's wife, that she had a Groupon and she wanted to take her to some place with the actual Groupon. 
Now, Jada don't even know what a Groupon is because they're in the ivory tower in the sky and they get down there. It's like some regular stuff. She wasn't, she would not know that because she's not down with the regular people and they're not really into politics like that. So they're just ignorant. They, all, they, all they hear is a term black lives matter and say, what's the problem? They don't understand what's behind it. Same thing with Antifa. People may hear anti-fascist and think that it's a good organization, but they don't understand what's the problem. They don't understand what's going on on the ground. They don't understand what Antifa actually do. They don't understand what Black Lives Matter really do. That's the problem. So that's why I'm here to expose it. A lot of times you might have a white guy or something like that on TV try to express it in a normal everyday way, but then they get called racist and kind of just get shunned. But I'm here to expose it. What you going to do? You call me a racist? How? How? Explain to me that. All right. You can become a member of uh, Bootsy by, I think it's a button that says join. It should be a button somewhere that says join. I'm not really sure. You guys in the chat can help him out with that. But I'm not really sure. I think it's a button that says join. But thank y'all to everybody that has joined. While we got 10 new members, shout out to y'all. I thank y'all. Hey, hey, if, you, if you're still in the chat, Brandon Tatum, I think I'm going to do what you were talking about. And I'm going to tell you that a little bit later. I don't want to say it right now on the stream. But shout out to y'all. I appreciate you guys. And um, what else we got going on? Oh, shout out to Grammar. Now, at Rutgers University, they were saying, well, in the English department, they were saying that Grammar is racist. It's <laughs> like, man, look, all right. How is Grammar racist? It's not racist. It's this is basic. You know, the English language is not a racist thing. It's just words. It's a language. It's a way to communicate. And they were trying to say that it's racist because not everybody speaks English very well. So in order to not be racist, you have to lower the standards of English. And I saw something else like that floating around um, talking about the bar. Oh, they, they're going to lower the bar literally. Like, actually, they're going to lower the bar for the bar exam, I think, in California. Matter of fact, let me see if I can find it. All right, let me see. Oh, this, this is a real thing. I'm going to put the headline on the screen, and then we'll get back to the whole thing about grammar being racist, allegedly. Okay. Now, I know I don't have necessarily the best. I may say some things that are incorrect sometimes, but I write very well. You go to my website, you can read any article on there. I understand how to read and write. You know, my accent is just from being in the ghetto, but I do understand how to read and write. That's very important. And I'm, I'm able to kind of be witty and stuff like that because I understand how to read. I have a pretty wide vocabulary. Okay, let's get to this here. Now, this says, by easing its bar exam score, will California produce more black and Latino lawyers? Like, they're serious. Like, it's not even, this, this, this is from the um, LA Times. Like, this is dead serious. Right now, I think we're on Herald Mail Media, but the article originated from the LA Times. Okay. I'm going to read a little bit of this right here. For more than three decades, California has clung to one of the nation's toughest testing standards for law school students hoping to practice law in the most populous state in the country. But this month, the California Supreme Court, which oversees the state bar, agreed to lower the passing score for the exam. A victory for law school deans who have long hoped to change will raise the number of black and Latino people practicing law. There you go right there. So basically, look, 
if you're a black person, an Hispanic person, you can't just meet the standard. We got to lower it for you. So if you become a lawyer in California and you're black and Hispanic, then you got to ask yourself, why is it because you actually succeeded or is it because the standard was lower just for you? How would you feel about that? And what if you are a person in California that needs a lawyer? If you get like, like, okay, think about it like this. Now, this it, is going to create prejudice. Would you want a black lawyer or an Hispanic lawyer in California? If you know that they just passed the bar and they lowered the bar just for them, you know, automatically they have a higher chance of having um, a lower ability to be a lawyer than a non-black or non-Hispanic. That's going to create prejudice right there. I don't want a black lawyer. I don't want an Hispanic lawyer. Give me the, the Jewish guy, the Asian guy, the white guy. Give me them. That's going to create you, you, you messing the whole thing up. If everybody's on the same level, then it really shouldn't matter what color they are. The, the main thing should be their track record and stuff like that. But if it's a new lawyer, like if I get if I make California right and I'm broke, I'm in the ghetto and here comes a 25 year old um, public defender. I know I'm getting locked up. I know I'm getting locked up immediately. You know, like, it's like, man, all right, man, go ahead, go about to see. <laughs> if, if I got a black lawyer and I'm, you know, about to, I'm, I'm in the hood or whatever, I'm out here selling dope, I'm be like, man, look, you might as well go ahead and plea out because you can't do nothing. That's that's how I'm going to think because I know that you already got a lower, you, you, you were given a lower standard by which to pass. And matter of fact, it's going to make everybody become lower. But if you are an older person, I know you had to pass a higher bar. But if you're a younger guy, I know you had a, a, a lower bar. It's so dumb. But let's get back to the whole thing about grammar. All right. Yeah, Asians, there's there's no bar lower for Asians. Asians always seem to succeed. You know, and one thing about it, people don't understand is that Asian also includes um, oh, East Indian, like red dye Indian. It also includes them. So you could be from the Indian subcontinent from like a low cast and perform just fine shout out to my man dr shiva coming from a low cast coming to america and is a genius you could do that right but you can't do the same thing if you're a black person matter of fact you got to get your bar your bar lower for you oh okay i got it 100 percent. okay now here's my article i put on my website and rutgers pledges allegiance to blm by declaring grammar racist all right the English Department at Rutgers has essentially declared grammar racist in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. Chair of the department, Rebecca Walkowitz. Now, <laughs> you, you know Walkowitz, that's not a black person at all. I'm going to put a picture up here in a minute. Send out an email on Juneteenth. Now, that was the funniest part. She put the email out there of so-called tangibles they're going to do in the English Department for black students on Juneteenth. Before this year, nobody knew about Juneteenth. And when I say nobody, I don't literally mean nobody. I mean, most people did not know. Like, I always knew about Juneteenth because that was my dad's birthday and also my uncle's birthday. May he rest in peace. That was, that was, that was, a, that was a birthday. We always go to D.C., celebrate together. I've been celebrating that my whole life because of my dad and my uncle's birthday. It was on the same day. It, it just kind of made sense. You go up there, celebrate your birthday, celebrate Juneteenth, a small family reunion. Every year we did that for like 30 years. That's why I know about it. Most people don't know about it. Every time I went to go to D.C., I would say, yeah, 
It's my dad's birthday, my uncle's birthday, and Juneteenth. They'd be like, what's that? Black folks would ask me this. So anyway, you put it out on Juneteenth. Okay, and then it's a little bit more, Marie, because it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> send it out on Juneteenth with a list of tangible next steps to aid in the eradication of anti-black racism. That whole thing right there, that's, that's kind of a dog whistle. If you didn't catch it, I'm going to just relay it to you. They, they want to say, you, you could just say racism, having anti-black is just being verbose unnecessarily. I don't need to actually have the anti-black in there because anti-black is included in racist. It's just kind of like saying black lives matter rather than saying all lives matter. If I say all lives matter, it includes black people. Why must I put black lives matter rather than all? It's because you just want to focus on black people and you're excluding others. So this whole thing about racism, they want to try to make it be a, a black only thing and not anybody else. So if you're a white person, then you can't actually be victim of racism because they're just going to make it be that anti-black racism, that phrase, rather than the word by itself. What they want to do is get that word changed to mean, um, you know, everybody but white people can be, you know, to, can have can be victim of racism. But anyway. Walker West even used a brand new term for non-whites called BIPOC. This, this is really hot right now in the woke streets. This is very hot. Uh, the term B-I-P-O-C means black indigenous people of color for a few extra woke points. That's what's going on. Now, I don't know about you, but I was not consulted about the name change. I, I was not consulted about people of color either. I don't like that one because it's the same thing as colored people. So I don't like that. Nor do I like BIPOC. And what the whole BIPOC thing is to me, and my, like I said it before, it's like this whole LGBT stuff. They got to just put the bi in front of it to make you feel like, you know, that this is part of the, the gay movement. So when you, when you think about POC, you think about bisexuals. It's like, what are we even doing? I'm not gay. If you're gay, that's fine. But I'm not. So don't try to lump me in there with the LGBT thing. I'm just Anthony. And my race, I'm obviously black. But before that, I'm an American period regardless so don't try to put me in this little oh i gotta be bi and pock and nah just black is fine that's all don't don't lump me in no big category and really to have that big long um word is just a fancy way to say non-white just say that because that's what you want to say really is non-white just say that just make it easy let's not have all these and one, one thing i noticed about the lady's letter um um i put a picture right quick rebecca walkowitz the chair of the Rutgers English department. One thing I noticed about her letter that she wrote on Juneteenth is that she's unnecessarily verbose. And I was always taught by my English teachers when I was a kid, you don't need to have so many words. Like when I was a youngin, I'd be writing stories. Like I used to always write short stories and poems and stuff. And I was always told, you know, don't have so many words in there. It's not necessary. You're just being, you're just being overly verbose. You don't need to do that. You can get the point across and, less words you don't need to be so haughty toddy you can just be normal but apparently she did not get taught that same thing all right so this is her right here let me put a picture up on the screen so that's that's the lady right there that is telling you how woke she is all right and that's pretty much the face right there that you're going to see on your on your college campuses that's going to be miss woke right there and it's like it's no need for that all right all you got to do is just educate people just teach people that's it it, don't don't be racist and have things done by color. And you know what's going on? 
a part of this whole thing about not being able to pass the bar and black students struggling is because of affirmative action. I forget who was that said this. It might have been Thomas Old that said this about mismatch, where you got black kids that are placed into schools that they shouldn't be because of affirmative action. You know, they got an SAT score that's not as high as it should be. They could go to a good school still, but they go into these, you know, really advanced programs that don't belong in and they suffer. They, they struggle because they don't have the ability to compete with everybody else that's on a higher level than them based upon the test scores. The SAT scores, they say it's flawed, but it's really pretty accurate when you look at the actual performance of students in the classroom that score a certain thing on the SAT. If you have a class with the kids that have scored very high on the test versus those that kind of score high but not as high, the kids that score very high will perform better than those that did not perform as well. As well, That's just facts. It is what it is. All right. But yeah, all this woke stuff is just starting to get kind of corny. And it's, it's not even, it's the people that want to be seen as woke that are really engaging in it the most, in my humble opinion. But what else we got going on? And again, thank you all for being here. I definitely appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. And if you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel right now. Also, um, the DNC in Milwaukee, over 100 um, police agencies have backed out of the DNC. And bravo to them that they should back out because, listen, at the city council in Milwaukee passed this ordinance or law. I'm not really sure what to call it. But they're saying that you can't even use pepper spray let alone tear gas to control crowds. It's like, man, come on. So what am I going to do? All right, you got the DNC. You know it's going to be a, a bunch of stuff going on, right? It, it's it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a madhouse. It, it's going to be a crazy show. Now, why would I not have, you know, less than lethal methods to use on these people? I know I'm going to need it. You got to have security. It won't really be a big convention. It said it's going to be like uh, 300 people in the, at the convention, like 300 people that are actually inside. But it's going to be a lot of protesters. They've already announced they're going to be there. You're going to have Black Lives Matter. You're going to have Antifa. You're going to have all these mouth breathers, all these miscreants in the building, not in the building, literally, but they're going to be on the grounds outside. So-called protesting, really rioting. So you got to have the appropriate things to be able to control a crowd like that which means tear gas, which means pepper spray, all that good stuff. All right. It's better to have, you know, some pepper in your nose and maybe in your eyes and whatnot, maybe even a little bit of tear gas, sarin gas or whatever they want to use versus getting shot. You know, that they're not banning guns and they shouldn't ban guns, obviously, but they want to ban pepper spray. So what's the actual purpose? Do they want the people out there to just run either it's, it's one of two things that are going on number one they want the so-called protesters really rioters to just tear the city apart or number two they want the protesters to get shot they want to see in the square to go on because the officers still got their guns so if officers getting overwhelmed it's like 100 people on one person and he has a weapon on he has a gun on him and they are surrounding them what is he going to do he doesn't have any kind of way to get them off of him other than lethal methods. They want a Tiananmen Square to happen or they want the officers to get 
overwhelmed and then punished because they can't do anything because everything was taken from them. What's the point in having them there if they can't use um, pepper spray and tear gas? It doesn't make any sense. So over 100 agencies that pledged to have forces to bolster their security have backed out and said, you know what, I'm done, I'm good. I don't even want to do it. So I don't want to hear anything from anybody. It's weird because the same people will probably complain. The same people that talk about F-12 and defund the police, all this, that, and the third, those same people would say that the officers are wrong for not coming to Milwaukee. But it's like, nah, this is what you want, right? No police, right? F-12, right? Okay, that's fine. How about we go over here? We're going to have a picnic at Dunkin' Donuts with the, with the hot light on, all this and that. We're going to be chilling in there, and that's, that's all we're going to do. Coffee, donuts, chilling. Whatever you got going on over here with this protest, uh, hey, I can't, I can't help you with that because we would help, but you're not allowing us to help properly. You can't even have pepper spray or tear gas. And I'm not trying to just go out there and just shoot people like Tiananmen Square. So, I mean, nah, I'm just not going to even go. And bravo to them. And it's going to be a domino effect because if you have more and more that keep pulling out of the DNC, people have a choice. People have no choice but to pull out. It's like, if I'm a security force, if I'm a police force and I pledge officers to go there, I can't have my guys be out there by themselves with a diminished force. All right. If there's going to be 5,000 officers out there, now it's going to be 200. I'm not going to have my guys be part of the 200 because I have less force. I don't want to have my guys be overwhelmed by 5,000 so-called protesters when they're only 200 deep. That's going to be recipe for that. That that that'd be a disaster. You're going to have guys get killed in that situation. So you don't want that at all. So yeah, <laughs> don't tase me, bro. Hilarious. Yeah, that's what's going on. So now, nah, shout out to the officers. Shout out to the police agencies for saying, you know what? I don't want to go out there. If I got to be putting myself in danger, I'm good money. I'll just back away. That's what's going on. All right. So, yeah, shout out to them. I exactly. Uh, Dirty Varmint says, at least the rioters in Tiananmen weren't allowed to destroy the city with fire. That, that could be what's going on. I think what, what's going on next is that they want to just it's weird because why would the city itself want their own city to be destroyed? It's just, are, are they suicidal? I don't really understand. I think they're going to get money from the federal government. We see what happened with uh, Minneapolis. They're talking about, can we get 500 million from Minneapolis? Nah, because you let it go on. You let it happen. So nah, you figure out a way to fix it yourself. Don't come to me. Like if you burn your own house down and then come to me talking about, can I get some money to fix it? It's like, nah, isn't that called insurance fraud? So why would I allow you just to do that? No, you fix it yourself. Go to Home Depot, Lowe's, Ace Hardware, it'll get you a F-150, F-350, a hammer, some nails, and get to, get to working, get to building, all right? Become Bob the Builder. Don't come to me talking about, can I get some money? No, you cannot, sir, because it's your fault that it happened to begin with, all right? How about that? And what else we got going on? There's a whole lot happening out here on the internet, all on the streets. And I thank y'all who have become members. We got 19 new members. Shout out to y'all. And shout out to everybody that is viewing right now. We got about 2,800 in the building. And thank you to everybody that um, read my article about the drug. I'll just say that because I ain't trying to hurt nobody. Oh, he said that. He said a, a mean, a, a, a bad, a censored word. I ain't trying to hurt nobody to do that. And I don't even really care about 
uh, YouTube deleting the video because guess what? It's still on my website. It got like 700,000 views on my website. So it, it, it was so many views on the website that it crashed. Like it, it was kind of like doing it. And I have like extensive hosting. I have like actual legitimate. I don't have like, you know, blue hosts or nothing like that. I have some actual legitimate hosting. Okay. So even with that, it still crashed. I had to get this kind of kind of like a like a private like a VPN type thing going on. So not I mean not, not VPN, but a um a private server. Like it's it's serious and it still crashed. I, I saw that uh Chris talking about uh Gomer's uh speech about the Democratic Party and slavery. Thank you for your donation. And that's a good segue into the super chat portion of the stream. We'll get to the calls in about ten minutes. I thank you all for joining. I got super attached on deck. I'm going to read right quick and then I'm going to get to the calls. All right. Let me just check it out here. Yeah, I got VPS. Thank you, Hudson. I have VPS. Yes. And it, it, I had 10,000 concurrent when the article got, got steam and was starting to be seen by everybody. So, you know, it, it, it worked. It, the, the message still got out there. The, um, the tech mafia could not stop it. Thank you to my man, Charles Hunter Jr., who says three days on life, liberty and Le three, three days ago on life, liberty and Levin. Mark Levin had Stanley Kurtz as a guest who explained how Biden would try to damage the suburbs like Obama tried. Oh, I'm going to do a video on that tomorrow because Trump put out a tweet talking about you have to worry about having your, your, your suburban dream, your American dream ruined by low income housing. People talking about, oh, that's racist. How was it racist? to say that you don't want low-income housing to be right where you are. Matter of fact, here's a good tweet. I'm going to put up on the screen. Okay, this, this is going to be good. I'm going to get back to that, but I'm going to get to the, this tweet right quick because it's just, it's just gold. Okay, it, it, is, it is golden. All right, let me, let me get to this right quick. Okay, so here's the original tweet on the screen. Let me see if it'll work out for me properly. Let me just uh, zoom in. There we go. And the original tweet reads, let me just get it centered in the window. I'm happy to inform all of the people living their suburban lifestyle dream that you would no longer be bothered by or financially hurt by having low income housing built in your neighborhood. Your housing prices will go up based on the market and crime will go down. I have rescinded the Obama Biden AF. FH rule enjoy now let's go to the suite I'm talking about here's this random guy Andy Ostroy some random blue checker I have no idea who that is but I presume he's somebody important on the left because he has a blue check by his name but anyway translation hey affluent white people vote for me and I'll keep those very scary black and brown people out of your neighborhood so basically he's saying that once you build low income housing it'll only be black and brown people in it and it's like, no, wait a minute. First, first of all, first of all, you know, I come from low income housing when I was a young kid, when I was a kid and I worked very hard, sacrificed years of my life. I'm talking about years of my life, not just a, years of my life to get to where I'm at right now to where that's behind me and I'm not going back. And what I don't want is for that to follow me to where I live at right now, because number one, aside from the people that live there, I'll talk about that in a minute. Aside from that. You have the property value going down. If you own your home and you have low income housing right where you at, that's going to affect your tax base, your property value, all kind of stuff. All right. 
then it's going to be other things that are built around it that bring the value of the property down, that bring the neighborhood down. It's just not really what you want. If I live way far out, or I live in a nice suburb, I don't want it ruined by low-income housing. If I wanted that, then I would live right by low-income housing. All right, I buy a house in the ghetto. I could do that right. I could go right now and buy a house in the ghetto, seventy-five thousand, put twenty-five in it or whatever, take out a loan. I could live in the ghetto. I could be hood rich, right? But I don't want to do that. I don't live there, and I sacrificed years of my life to do that. My parents did the same. My parents worked very hard. My dad had bought four jobs. My mom always had two jobs. They worked very hard. Coming from West Virginia with, with like no money, they worked very hard to not be in the ghetto anymore, to not be in low income areas anymore. So no, it's not racist, sir. This is just what Americans want. Nobody wants to live in low income housing and nobody wants to be next to low income housing. All right. People that live there have no other choice but to be there. And the objective is to get away and go far away. That's reality. Nobody in the hood really wants to be there unless they're a dope boy or something like that selling drugs. All right. And, and, and but people don't really want to be there. That's a fact. So it's not racist to say that Americans don't want to have low income housing right next to where they live. But I digress. OK, that was my, I had to get it off my chest. So that was much I had to get it off. OK, back to the Super Chats. And again, thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the Internet. So, yeah, shout out to Andy. Andy, you're racist, sir. You thought about black and brown when you heard low income housing. You thought about that. All right. You don't think about your neighbors that could be black in your uh, nice area where you probably live at right now. You thought about that, not Americans. You thought about that. So don't try to say, oh, it's Trump that's racist. It's you. But anyway, shout out to that, that guy, Andy. I'm going to read his profile right quick. <laughs> Hold on. He says, proud Democrat, patriot, love my country. All right. A nut. Anyway, let's get back to it. Shout out to Kim Maso for becoming a member of the ABO squad. I appreciate you for that. Thank you to Ian Kenny for becoming a member of the ABO squad. I appreciate you for that, sir. Shout out to, let me see, Retro Gamer 81 who says, ABO, did you watch any of the big tech, the big tech debate today? Seen bipartisan. Jim Jordan was a beast, though. I saw some of it, but like I was saying earlier, wake me up when you actually pass some laws to get some of these things accomplished. Because we, you know what, we know what the problem is, but now let's get to the actual solution and figure out how to navigate that. All right. Shout out to Liz for becoming a member of the ABO squad. Liz Pizzullo. Thank you to Lucy Lou. For the good job, thumbs up emoji. I appreciate you. Thank you to Tia Johnson, who says, oh, you can't remember the ABO supporter. Thank you to Charles Turner Jr., who says, ABO, you're right about Jaya Powell being a fifth member of the squad. She is such a nasty, rude witch. Yeah. Did you guys see Jaya Powell Pramila out there during the hearings? Yeah, she's the squad madam because she's older than all them. She's taking them up under her wing and teaching them her ways. You know, you have a coven. She's a coven madam. That's what's going on with Jaya Powell. Thank you to Jake Eames for becoming, oh, for, for the super chat. <laughs> the mic drop, I appreciate you for that. Shout out to A Apron for the thumbs up emoji. Thank you to Poofy who says, ABL, I'm reclaiming my time. <laughs> that, was, that was literally everybody. That was everybody during that whole um, sham of a hearing. Reclaiming my time. It's like, man, come on, let's, let's cut it out. Matter of fact, I got a picture I want to put up right quick just to show you guys because that's pretty much what's going on. Hold on. 
there it is right there. That's pretty much everybody that was on the left during the um, the so-called hearing, the House Judiciary hearing, or claiming my time, not letting that man talk. You you say, a, you ask a question, he started to answer, you cut him off, we're telling him my time, shut him down, and grandstand off of the camera. That's all that's going on, trying to get woke points, trying to, you know, attack, trying to wreck the other side rather than have any kind of productive conversation. All right. Shout out to Oliver Laguerre for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Steve Cutts, who says most of us aren't rich. I haven't watched TV in two years. I don't have money to go on vacations. I lost my home. But Wednesday nights gives me hope. I appreciate you, ABL. Hope, bro. And thank you for that, man. I appreciate you. It means a lot to me, man. Thank you to Peter Resba with the mic drop emoji. I like that emoji. That's a good emoji. Thank you to Hudson Jackson, the second who says, after yesterday's shenanigans against the doctors, we now have solid proof that the Silicon Valley executives lied in their earlier congressional hearings. And thanks for elevating Charles Turner Jr. to my say this. Yeah, shout out to my man, Charles Turner Jr. And thank you for your donation. Most certainly appreciate you. Thank you to Peanut Butters, <laughs> who says, ABL, Brandon Tatum, Beverly, Candace, thank you all for bringing me back to God and being a more self-reliant person and teaching me to clean up my language. Hey, I'm glad I can do that. I'm glad we could all that do that for you, man. Most certainly, man. And, and you know what? And when you when you advance yourself, you'd be surprised how, how much more open your life becomes, how easier and better your life becomes. Thank you to my man, Charles Turner Jr., who says, ABL and Hudson Jackson II, great point, guys. The left is very regressive nowadays and trying to rewrite history to fit some perfect kumbaya. Exactly. Thank you to RC, who says, end woke supremacy. There you go. I like that one. End woke supremacy. Hey, put it on a t-shirt, man. End woke supremacy. Thank you to Demented Liquor for becoming an ABL supporter. And thank you to Scott Henderson for becoming an ABL supporter. Also, Derby uh derby dozen robert halden and mustang mangler bowl for becoming abl supporters and i think mustang mangler will become an abl superstar thank you for that thank you to david m who says the reality is a doctor and many others are treating patients successfully but the mainstream media doesn't want to hear it as far as Fauci, falsy he says goes he is do as i say and not as i do very true thank you for your donation yeah, he'll do all this stuff. He'll say, wear a mask. Hey, you know, it's only, you can just wear a mask. And so he goes to the national game, had the mask on halfway on, halfway off, all the way on. It's like, sir, pick one position and stick with it. How about that? And I mean that literally and figuratively. Thank you to Leo Mazzina for your super chat with the Superman emoji. Thank you to Mustang Mangler Bull for your donation. Thank you to Ian Kenny, who says the Facebook page, Think Liberty is going hard defending a dude who died in Austin. Is that, is that a, a libertarian page? It's like, what are we even doing? The guy had, he was armed, pointing his gun, gave an interview talking about how they, they too scared, they too pee, you, you know, you know the rest, they too afraid, they ain't gonna do nothing, all this that and the third. Well, somebody did something. So, he was wrong. He made, he made an incorrect assertion about people. How about this? How about don't surround my car, don't point guns at me, and you won't get the pew pew, you know? You'll be all right. You would you still be around right now, hanging out with your lady, and everything will be good, but you're not. So it is what it is. Thank you to your name here who says, great video on Vernon Jones. Thank you for that. I appreciate you because that one was personal. You know, because I feel like a lot of us that are conservative, black, white, whatever, we get attacked like that. 
even a guy like him who's just Democrat and thinks differently gets attacked for being a little bit different. So I wanted to put that out there. Thank you for your donation and your recognition. Thank you to Mod Q23 who says they tried lame protests again in my city Saturday. They were left alone, and as soon as they went in the street, they pepper spray and arrest 120 people. Hilarious. <laughs> That's what they get. You know, stay out the road. How about that? Thank you to Ghost Timmy who says, do you prefer to be called a black American or African American? And do you believe masks work and should be forced on people? Um, just call me, first of all, just call me Anthony. Start with that one. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying it to you. I'm just saying I'm not trying to be aggressive, but Anthony is fine. But I'm black, obviously. I rather would be called an American, not not any kind of hyphen black or African. Just American is fine. But if you want to identify my race, just say black. You know, it's not my, my race is not black American. Right? I'm just a black guy. I'm an American. I'm Anthony. You know, so I would generally prefer just to be called by my name. But my my race is obviously what it is, and I'm an American. Thank you to uh, let me see Jay Eddie for. Become a member of the ABL squad. Thank you to the real Jack Myers for your thumbs up emoji donation. Thank you to Brian Hicks for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to C. Denise for the donation. Thank you to Olivia Kizab for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Dave Bukowski for becoming an ABL supporter. Shout out to Jay Greer for becoming a member of the ABL squad. Thank you to Zach Castle who says, hey, ABL, you're a stand-up guy. Thoughts on today's big tech anti-choice hearing. I understand there are issues, but the fact is capitalism exists for a reason. And it seems Democrats are against that now, too. Yeah, I didn't see all of the hearing. Um, my whole thing is the hearings I don't really want. Just give me just give me some actual laws in the books to keep everybody above board and not do things that are illegal. Like they're talking about um, election interference with Russia. All they did was buy like a handful of Facebook ads, like four grand worth. That's not a lot of money. I could do that right now. But Google itself has been shown to actually interfere with the election process as far as like manipulating search, manipulating search results, allegedly. Same thing with Facebook and shutting down certain pages because they're conservative. There was an actual hit squad against conservatives. So it was like, we're talking about election interference, then let's just have that be across the board. Is it right? Is it wrong? Is it legal? Is it illegal? Let's just... Um, clarify some of that gray space that exists so we all on the same page we're not having these hearings trying to figure out what's right what's wrong and trying to appeal to morality morality argument is relevant when it comes to the law i don't even really care it, is it legal or illegal should it be legal should it be illegal let's talk about that you know draft legislation and then go forward from there but until then i don't even really care Thank you to Jola Harville for becoming a member of the ABL squad and also Wendy Elter for becoming a member of the ABL squad. Thank you to RetroGaming81 who says, thoughts on removing 12,000 troops from Germany? Well, if it makes sense, then it makes sense. I think they got moved to Belgium and Austria, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I think Trump was talking about how they're kind of like in bed with Russia, Germany that is. So I don't really know exactly what the purpose is beyond that, but if it makes sense, it makes sense, you know? We should kind of like pull away from Europe as far as being their security. They should fend for themselves. And it's funny how people talk about Sweden being some kind of utopia and same thing with Japan, not realizing that we protect them with our military. Huh? Oh, they don't spend any money on the military because we do. We, we do that for them. But anyway, thank you to one God 777 for becoming or for, for the um, keep it up emoji. 
Thank you to Lisa Goshorn for the my hero emoji. I appreciate you. Thank you to Charles Turner Jr. who says, ABL, grammar being called racist reminds of about a year ago when you roasted a woman who told you that voting for Trump is against your interests. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's funny to me. It's like, how do you know, Miss White Lady, what's for my interest and what's not? Maybe I know better than you know. All right. I'm not a moron. I have a functional brain here. So I understand what's right and what's wrong for me. Thank you to Daniel Fenwick for the thank you emoji with the the bowing. I appreciate you. Thank you to Ghost Timmy for becoming a member of the ABL squad. Thank you to JC who says we need to break up states by turning these big cities into their own states so America will split in two. Um, I think that could be true, but not necessarily by having the cities become states. Like California could be broken up. It's just too big. But not by having L.A. be its own little city because that deprives the surrounding area of the economic impact that they contribute to LA as well. You see what I'm saying? So I would have part of California be sectioned off, like have, have it have it become regional. That's gonna happen anyway, really. It's gonna kinda like balkanize, but that, that'll probably be way in the future. But it should be broken up just based upon regions, not necessarily the cities themselves. Thank you, Tustin Jackson II, who says, speaking to grammar, it's quite ironic that these leftists refer to themselves as woke. Exactly. <laughs> is woke proper grammar? I don't think so, but they use that as a regular word in their everyday language. It's funny how that works. Thank you to Adrian Grandchamp for becoming an ABL superstar. Thank you to Jen H, who says, ABL, travel quarantines are desensitizing people to being carted off to FEMA camps. Can you talk about the minor forcibly, the minor forcibly kept from his parents after coming from Bahamas flight redirected to quarantine. I've not seen that actually. I need to look into that, but I've not seen that. Thank you for that. Thank you to Poofy for becoming a member of the ABL squad. Thank you to Corey Samek for saying number one fan. Thank you to, let me get back to where I was at. Hold on. Let me go back. And thank you for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. I appreciate you. Uh, let me see. Thank you to Chris Wegmer who says, have you seen, oh, I read that one about Gomer. Thank you to Aceman48237 who says, look into the GAM second file. They protect pedos. They protect pedos. Okay. Thank you to Justice Smith who says, well, at my Intel MOS school at Damn Net. Shout out to Damn Net. I know about Damn Net. Come on from Virginia 757. I miss Taco John's and Lane Haven Mall. What should, what should know about Lane Haven? I used, work, I used to work right there across from Lane Haven Mall. It's like some little office buildings, right? Or international. I used to work right there in International Parkway back in like 07, 08. So shout out to Lynn Haven Mall. Yeah, shout out to Virginia Beach. Thank you for your donation, man. Definitely appreciate you. Shout out to Mr. Spock who says, same here, ABL. Worked hard for years and years to make it out of city and to the suburbs. Exactly. I worked very hard to make it out. I'm talking about so hard that you can't even really imagine, like sacrificing years relationships, friendships, family, everything to move away from that kind of environment. I refuse to go back and do not bring it to me. Like why would I work so hard to escape it and they have to bring it right back to my doorstep. Don't do that to me. Thank you to praying for the rapture who says ABL is Wednesday. Love you and your awesomeness. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Louis Sutton who says I live in the suburbs and it's 50, 50, Black in Mississippi, the trailer part next to us, majority white. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, coming from Virginia, the poorest place, Chesapeake, Virginia, was trailer park right across from, like, um, the shopping center. That's, like, pretty much dead now. 
at Shopper Center, like that area is so poor. People were on TV talking about um, they're going to be homeless if they build something right next. Like they, they, they were trying to tear that whole thing down. It was really bad. That was the poorest area. The trailer park is right there. Matter of fact, I know somebody right now. I want to know anybody's name. They're cool though, but I just don't want to put nobody out there. Where they live at is way out far away in Virginia, right? And it's like a bunch of trailers out there. A lot of white folks that live there and they're black. The whole family's black. They built this big, like, kind of like McMansion. It's a beautiful house, though. They, they built it themselves. And right next to where they live is a trailer with eight adults in it. And they're all white. A, a single wide with eight adults. Imagine that. But I, I'm to be told that if I don't want low income stuff right next to me, then I'm racist against blacks and Hispanics. It's like, what? Low income is not a race thing. It's a low income thing. Thank you to Mike Jones who says, keep doing what you do, man. Thank you for that. I definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Madam Leda Olita for a donation. Thank you to Jeff Lou who says, ABO, you are the real American hero, living the real American dream. You're an example for all Americans, whether black, white, brown, purple, or rainbow. I thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Hey You who says, keeping your head above water, making the wave when you can, temporary layoffs, good times. <laughs> Easy credit ripoffs, good times. Scratching and surviving, good times. <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you to Deborah Paul Astry who says, everybody, thanks for getting this for your show. I look forward to watching you every day. Your number one debater, straightforward truth with a touch of humor. Great. I thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to C. Denise, who says 98% of the time when I left the accuses, I want to say, I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> because all they do is project their own failings and motivations on us. That is correct. 1000%. Thank you to Will Haberson, Harbison Jr. I'm, I'm tripping. Thank you to Will Harbison for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Captain Spire, who says, can you look into... Invite Alfonso Rachel to your live streams. I sent a few links on Twitter to his outstanding work for the last near decades. I'll check him out. I know I know Alfonso Rachel. I know who he is. You know, I'm watching him for a long time. Thank you to Matthew Phillips, who says, A.G. Barr toward the Democrats, a new one today. Congressman Fart Smallwell had the caucasity <laughs> to go up against him. What is that guy still doing in politics? Hilarious. I have no idea why he's still there, but he's still there. Thank you to David M. for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Poofy, who says it wasn't a hearing for AG Barr. It was a talk. Your MF ear off for AG Barr. Pour one out for him. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you to Aceman48237, who says, okay, we'll do this one more time. Check out the game SL. That's my second tip. The game SL, what is that? I'm not sure what that is, but thank you for your donation. Thank you to Fiberlock Abatement for becoming a member of the ABO squad. Thank you to Shadows of a Name for your donation. Shout out to Akenzie Surely Now. I know I butchered that to pieces, but it's not my fault. Blame the white man for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Anna H for saying you are amazing. And thank you to Ryan Walker for becoming a member of the ABO supporter team. Thank you to, um, let me see. A apron who says any thoughts on left political shift, maybe being past the point of return for moderates, conservatives to pull people back to rationality. That's a good thing. That's, that's a good um, question. I don't really know, man. I think what's going to happen is people are just going to be over. It's, people are going to move more towards the right or more towards the center. And then they're going to vote in their local elections the way they feel. But nationally, it's pretty much over with for the Democratic Party. In my humble opinion, I could be wrong, but I think it's a wrap. 
Thank you to Interracial Patriots for becoming the ABL supporter. Thank you to Anna Hawkins for your donation. Thank you to Shop Queen who says, did you see that Tierra Brown on Black commercial? She says she's a police officer and can take care of she could take off a uniform, but she's still black. I read it as BLM more than Blue Lives Matter. Wow. I, I did not see that, but I'm going to check it out. Thank you to Interracial Patriots who says, hey, ABO, we are here. We love your channel. The Vernon Jones video was on point. We need more people like him who continue to stand up for what they believe. 1,000%. And y'all go ahead and check out Interracial Patriots right here on YouTube's. They're, they're patriots. They're interracial. Check them out right now. Interracial patriots right now on the YouTubes. Okay, let's get to the calls. You guys on the drill. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. The number is always in the description box, and it's also usually right there in a ticker at a certain point as it just slides on through. And there's also an email if you want to call me on Skype and be right here in the bottom left-hand corner. And the email for that's in the description box below. All right, let's get to it. Let's see if Skype operates properly. That'd be great. Hopefully it does. But it often does not, as you guys know. And if you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff for me. I'd appreciate you if you did that. And like the video. That's, that's the main thing. Like the video because that helps out a whole lot. Let's everybody know that you're listening to a good podcast right now. And if you're watching me or listening to me, pardon me, on an audio streaming platform, go ahead, give me a five-star rating. Go ahead and rate it in general, review it, whatever you can, and share it as well. All right, let's get to fixing this over here. Video. All right, Colleen online. What's speaking to? Now one know. Oh, man, don't tell me I'm the first one again. Uh, you're on. <laughs> oh, man. From North Carolina, David. Uh, hey. Hey, thank you for becoming our secret agent in the black community. <laughs> for helping us take over so we can cut down on the percentage of the black vote that goes to the Democrats. Thank you for becoming our secret super agent. Hey, man, I, I, I need it for myself because <laughs> if we can't get people to come over to the right, man, it's going to be a wrap for the country. I know, <laughs> but, you know, I couldn't resist. And I beat Ivan to the punch. I don't even know if he even got on last week. I, I can't believe it. Yeah, he's kind of like, I don't know, he might have been in jail or something like that. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Well, well according to him, you're you're uh, circumventing the mo You're a moneymaker for you're using your race, your platform to become a millionaire. Not, not, not that you're benefiting anybody. Right. You know yeah. I mean? Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, but uh, I, I just, what's all going on, especially with the hearings? Uh, the the Democrats are just on how stupid they are, and they're going to wake up one day, know the know knowing that they're they've been pandering to the wrong. Instead of pandering to the American people, the American public, and treating everybody fair, they're going to wake up one day and realize they've messed up. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They're going to have to. And, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, but, hey, I appreciate you letting me get on again. And uh, we love everything you do and uh, on the internet. <laughs> and uh, I'll let you go. 
Peace, my brother. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, bye-bye. All right, shout out to the caller. Thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the internet. I call you online with speaker two five one two. Anthony. Yes. I call you by your first name always, like you asked. Um. So two things. Um. Did you see Trump's speech and his video today where he was in Texas? No, I didn't. Uh, energy and oil. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, I'm in Texas now. I'm from Alabama, but it was very positive. Um, he's signed a, like four or five uh, executive orders to keep fracking going and keep the oil business going. And that was really great. You didn't see that? I didn't. Okay. And then my cousin, she's a frontline nurse in Rockford, Illinois. And um, I got her on your show. She was watching it, and she loves everything you're saying. Excellent. So, yeah, I want to go there because she, I'm converting her. She's a left wing. She's a lefter, and I'm I'm bringing her to the right side. And um, I got her on your show, and everything you said. She's been testing patients for COVID. She knows all the statistics. And it's, wow, it's very interesting. Um, the thing you posted the other day or someone else, like, don't do as I say, but do and or I do with Fauci, you know, the, the face mask. Do, do as I say, never as I do. Yeah, right, 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 right. And um, I don't want to mislead the callers, but she's a frontline nurse. And it's garbage. I mean, they don't even know what they they don't know what they're supposed to do. They get different direction every day is what I would tell you. And she's a nurse. She's an RN in Rockford, Illinois. And a real, originally they had said they had no cases because they weren't reporting them. It's a left, uh, what, I love when you say left coast. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would say it's left Midwest. <laughs> um. You're true in everything you say, and I'll shut up there because, you know, I'm a regular caller, and uh, I, I'm a fan of yours, but um, I want some of your uh, your memorabilia, so I'm going to have to go to your website to get that because I don't see T-shirts under your posts. I well, see hats and mugs. Yeah. Well, you go to ablmerch.com. ABO merch. Yeah, AB, it's, it's, it's all right there. It's categorized. You can get what you want. Yeah. I'll get it. But that, that's the only two things I got to say. I want to say one more thing. The feds out on the left coast, I think they're doing a great job because I'm, I'm ex-military. And, man, <laughs> ABL, I'll leave it to you. You, you can't have you can't have people burning down federal buildings or rioting every night. And I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I totally disagree with the left and I'll leave it to you because I know your opinion and I'm, I'm going to hang up. I love you. And a lot of people do. You're doing the right thing, bro. Well, th thank you for the call, man. I definitely appreciate you.
All right, talk about that a little bit. Like the feds, they don't need to leave until they fix it. I'm, I'm with you, man. I got you. I got you. Thank you for your call. All right. All right, shout out to the caller. And thank you all for being here. Let's get to the next call. All right, call you on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, hello. Hey, this is, uh, I, I called you about two weeks ago. I'm a teacher from California. All righty. What's happening? Yeah. Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, so, you know, we're getting back to school pretty soon, and uh, I've been having a bunch of uh, meetings. And to no surprise, you know, I've been getting a bunch of trainings on, uh, you know, racial injustice, white supremacy, uh, racial bias, <sighs> and all these kinds of trainings. Oh boy, here we and, go. Yeah, and you know, I'm very, I'm becoming very educated in this matter, and uh, <laughs> yeah, just uh, nonstop craziness. Yeah, I can imagine. And, so, like, is is anything that they said like is is it all just kind of craziness? And how, how do you feel about people that are around you, your colleagues? How are they? taking what's going on with this training stuff well you know they're completely bought in and uh nobody's questioning anything <laughs> and uh, or maybe you know maybe, maybe they're just uh, staying quiet and uh you know trying not to you know speak out on things yeah that's probably what's going on like it's, it's probably some that are just bought in and they're just saying okay whatever uh, I, I pretty much uh believe in it and then there are some that don't, they don't, they don't rock the boat. They, they may feel differently, but it's like, what are you going to do? Because if they say anything, they they have they might have their job in jeopardy. Right. And, you know, I was looking at the union issues and, you know, they're protesting over health care for illegal immigrants. And at this point, you know, like, why not just quit teaching and become a politician? You know, like, right. it's crazy. I'm and I thought... I thought it was just in California, but the other day I saw this news and even in North Carolina, the teachers union are demanding the same thing about illegal immigrants. And they don't say illegal immigrants, they just say immigrants. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's like, yeah. what are we even doing here? I mean, are we just becoming politicians? Are we trying to, uh, you know, are we trying to fight against Trump? Like, you're here to teach reading, writing, and arithmetic. You're not here to be engaging in, you know, really complex issues at all that's that's not even really right. what you're supposed to be there for and you know i was at the the curriculum training and they were talking about how we can uh teach our subject using you know racial issues and social issues that we're seeing today and you know if you really want to talk about numbers you know if you teach math or science you know we can bring in like real statistics you know they don't want to hear the real statistics Right, no, nah, they don't want to hear that, not at all, because then that, that goes against yeah. the narrative. And then you know, it's like, how, how do you even work in an environment like that? It's like, okay, you're in an educational, you're in academia, right, where facts actually matter, right? And, and you're bringing facts to the table, yeah. and it's being ignored. I mean, how does it even, how does it make any sense? I don't understand. Yeah, and like the teachers here, you know, they come to school with, um, you know, like Bernie Sanders hat, t-shirts, uh, and like they have posters. Saying, you know, what if I showed up to school with like Trump gear? Like, what would happen? You know, um, and I don't, I don't teach politics to my students. You know, like, I don't tell them who I support. Like, that has nothing to do with education. You know, I'm not trying to t make my students turn into, you know, something that I am. Right. They have exactly. to decide on their own. Exactly. One hundred percent. Yeah, and you know, just uh, one more thing. So about this was about like two years ago. I went to this. Uh, 
science, technology, engineering, and math conference here. And, you know, they were talking about, you know, racism in education. And basically, they were saying that the, the teachers' populations don't match the demographics of the students. <laughs> so they were basically saying that there's too many white teachers so that the students cannot learn from white teachers. That's so bogus. Like, I, I mean, all throughout my life, I didn't care about what the color of the teacher was. It didn't really matter. Like, and I come from, I'm going to tell you this, though. I come from a place where I come from a, a majority black city of over, of like, over 100,000. So I grew up around pretty much all black people. Like, it was rare to see anybody white in my neighborhood or anywhere yeah. any, close to where I lived. And when I went to school, I had probably majority black teachers and I have some white teachers too, but it didn't really matter what color they were. I didn't even see that. I didn't even care about that. I knew about her name, Miss Johnson, Mr. Anderson. That's what really mattered. And then were they a good teacher or were they not? That's all that really mattered. I didn't really care about the color. So this whole thing about, oh, they can't right. get taught from, yes, they can get taught because the whole purpose is you go into there not knowing a particular thing, not having that particular knowledge in your brain, and then you get it from the teacher. This simple as that. It's not, you know, uh, you can get taught what one plus one is by anybody. It doesn't matter what color they are. That's just so bogus when I hear that. Yeah, you know, they, they might as well just uh, fire all the white teachers and, uh, you know, <laughs> just hire somebody else that they prefer. Yeah, pretty and much. I think that would be the quickest solution, you know, if, they, if that's how they want to fix it. Right. And, you know, with, like, with like affirmative action, you know, they're trying to um, bring in affirmative action in California because the universities here are racist because they don't have affirmative action. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, very backwards here. But, you know, one thing I learned is, um, you know how people say, like, oh, don't bring your California to my state? Yeah. I guess it's the same thing here, you know, like I shouldn't. I shouldn't judge these people, I guess. You know, it's just how they are and, like, just craziness is, like, the thing here, I guess. Well, I mean, at a certain point, it's got to come to an end because you got people <laughs> yeah. that are, you got, you got kids that are growing up in this and they're suffering. And then, you know, they're going to be, right. this, they're going to be the same ones that are out there with the, with the pink hair, screeching and everything else that are protest because that's what they've been taught. Right. But hey, it's been a great call, man. I got from more calls online. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Keep it up. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah. The kids that grow up in that kind of environment are going to be the ones that go out there with a, 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 a blue mohawk with uh woke in their back of their head shaved into it uh screeching at the top of their lungs that that's going to be and then they, it won't be any gender they'll say you know what i identify as a um a tropical breeze and a hurricane and a dolphin i identify as ocean elements you, you're, you're the water um a captain planet member you, you understand what i'm saying like you're gonna identify as that because that's where you're going. That's where your mind is going to be because you're so far away from just learning basic things and getting into the wokeness. You'll be taught wokeness, K through twelve wokeness. Mike from Queens, is happening? Hey Anthony, how are you tonight? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Well, that's good to hear. Um, I just want to uh, make a real quick point. Um, I've been uh, reading some numbers, be you know, from the 2016 election. Uh, you know, between the popular vote and, you know, in the slim margins that Trump won by in those swing states, you know, to win the electoral uh, votes that he needed. And, um, you know, I just looked at some. Gary Johnson uh, was the most conservative candidate 
uh, with his running mate, Bill Well. I think he was the former governor of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. That was he. He was that was the first time I think in a long time the Libertarian Party had nominated the. Uh, you know the that they had been considered probably more conservative than. You know some of the uh, uh, candidates that they had in the past. You know, because normally they're they're Libertarian, but they're left leaning. Gary Johnson got four million votes, so if you do the math, you got to figure probably about seventy seventy five percent. If they didn't vote for Gary Johnson, those votes would have went for Trump. Yeah, possibly so, because I think who they have running right now, uh, Joe Jorgensen, whatever her name is, she's like a liberal, really. I mean, I see her on Twitter talking about Black Lives Matter. That's not conservative at all. So um, if, if, she, if she has any votes that come to her, it'd be those that are going to that would normally vote for Biden, but don't they go the other way. She probably not going to take anybody from Trump talking about Black Lives Matter. So I think you're right about that. I think that'll free up some of uh, the space in between Trump and uh, Joe Biden. And I think a lot of these polls are misleading because Hillary Clinton was much more popular than, um, what's the name? Than anybody, in, 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 anybody right now running as far, mean, as, as, far as, on the, as far as on the left, better than Joe yeah. Biden. So I don't think Joe Biden can meet her level of votes so there, there, there's an even bigger gap in between Trump and Biden, in my opinion. Exactly. Also, the enthusiasm for, you know, between Trump and Biden, there's, there's no comparison. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to steal anybody's uh, uh, talking points. Whatever. There's another conservative YouTube I watch. He doesn't have really a big audience, but made a great point in a video he did this past Saturday about the true bellwether in the whole United States and in and, and, and the previous 45 presidential elections is Ohio. I'm going to give you some stats here. Since 1964, no candidate that won the presidency, whether they're Republican or Democrat, uh, won Ohio. Since 1964, every presidential election, the candidate that won won Ohio. And I believe that uh, Ohio went to the losing candidate only three times. That was JFK, I believe Grover Cleveland, and Lyndon Johnson are the only three candidates to win without winning Ohio. Mm. And no Republican has ever won the presidency without winning Ohio. So I think that's uh, that that's that's that tells the tale right there. That's that's that tells you that's the real true bellwether state in the union. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, like I said, you just can't believe these polls. I mean, because they're talking to likely voters. They're not. They're not. Poll, they're not uh, sampling uh, registered voters. And the samples, you know, they're only maybe like three or four hundred people. Obviously, oversampled with Democrats. They're making the same mistake that they did in 2016. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, and they have a false sense of security thinking that everything's in the bag, that they, they got it, but no, they don't have it. They, they're really, they're, they're not counting the people that are not really going to respond or giving false information, and they're, they're not sampling the correct people. It's the same thing I saw in 2016. It's going to be a surprise for people that did not experience 2016, really, or they weren't paying attention. It would be a surprise this time, but not to us that really know what's going on. Yeah, and, you know, the whole thing with the pandemic, people that actually have half a brain in use some common sense and you know use some critical thought the the states that the pandemic was hit the hardest 
was in Democrat-controlled states and cities. That's right. The, you know, Trump gave Trump is not has no oversight over the states. You know, he basically said, "Okay, we'll we'll assist you on on however we can." You know, we'll give you the assistance that you need, but ultimately, it's up to the to, to these uh, to these governors to make the final call, and and the local politicians. And he's um offering help, and they're saying we don't want it. Get the federal government out of here. So it was like, what can he do? You know, they they don't want to do anything. They don't want him to do anything. It's up to them. He can't just be. He can't be the governor, the mayor of every place around the United States. You know, the federal government is what he has jurisdiction over. The states, you got to have people in there that are going to do something. They're just letting the cities go to waste. That's their fault. Yeah, and just to uh, end, on, end on a funny note, um, the Black Lives Matter uh, or Black Lives Matter uh, mural in front of Trump Tower continues to get vandalized. <laughs> I, I've been watching and- it like almost every day it's happening. So from what I understand, I think De Blasio, even though he cut a billion dollars from the NYPD's budget, <laughs> the people come over there vandalizing. He's got to pay the overtime for them. To- <laughs> Hilarious. So, all right. Have a good night, man. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Got it. Good night. All right. Great call from my man, Mike from Queens. Yeah. They, they took that money away from NYPD, and they're spending, they're spending that same money all the overtime to these guys to go out there and protect the the BLM mural. And it's funny how they're protecting that one, but there are others all throughout the city. There's, I think, a BLM mural in every borough, if I'm not mistaken. I know there's one, obviously, on Fifth Avenue that's being protected. Then there's one in Brooklyn, Harlem, and the Bronx, in in the hood. Those not being protected at all. Ain't no police guarding them. Funny how that works. But let's get to the next call. 301, you're allowed. Who am I speaking to? 301. Hello? Yes, who am I speaking to? Oh, Matt. Oh, sorry. Man, I can't believe I'm here. Damn. It's all good, man. What's happening? Good, good. Yeah, I'm just trying to, like, because a few months ago, I got into politics, and, um, yeah, uh, I came across your video, you and Tatum's video, and, uh, I mean, watching you guys just made me change my mind, honestly. Like, I, I got tired of all this race baiting and all this victimhood mentality that, that that black Americans have in this country. It just made me tired. I was like, bro, all this victimhood, like people out here have it lucky because I'm from Africa. So like back home is different than here. And I hate, I hate how people are destroying this place and everything. Like they keep complaining about America. Like you got people have it lucky here. Like you guys are enjoying it. It's way better than like where I grew up at. And it just makes me mad. I see people like this vandalizing and burning stuff because you got people out here lucky. Yeah, you're right about that. And, you know, the, the issue with that is a lot of these people, they grew up very privileged lives, very nice lives. They don't understand what it's like for, you know, to go around and travel the globe and see how people live and see how good they have it. They don't understand. They're spoiled. So they go out here and they tear things up, not knowing what they actually have. They think that they could just, you know, go back to their homes where it's nice and clean and nice and it's fine. They don't understand what they're doing, how it's damaging. They, they don't care what, what they're doing is damaging the country because they don't really respect the country because they don't have any other point of reference. But if they were to go, like, let's say the punishment for doing what they're doing 
is it gets sent to you know third world country no electricity no no american stuff over there it's got to be there trying to live they'd be crying to come back home on the first day like sometimes i just pray like one of them just like go to africa for like two weeks and just deal with the situation out there <laughs> like i just i just pray like I, I, they wouldn't survive at all like those people wouldn't survive it just i don't know but like, hey, I, I'm about to go. So, I, hey, you're doing a good job, Abel. You're on Tatum, man. Like, keep preaching the word. More people are turning. I, I know more people are going to be supporting Trump this year. I'm going to be one of them since I got my citizenship this year. So, definitely going to vote for Trump. So, Trump 2020. All day, man. And congrats on becoming a citizen, man. That's that's a that's a milestone. You definitely hey, you you do you're doing the right thing, man. So, congrats, so congratulations. Thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, thanks. Bye. All right, shout out to the call as well. I like to hear that. You becoming a citizen, getting your citizenship, doing things the right way, shout out to them. That's all that we ask. Anybody come over here, do it the right way, you're welcome. That's it. You know, what we got to do is get people coming out of here, that, 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 that coming illegally. And I've met, you know, a lot of people that came from Africa, people that, people that immigrated, different countries all over, east, west, south, north. And they all said the same, like, they, they appreciate America. They worked very hard to get over here to immigrate legally, and they often resent those who come over here illegally and claim that they got rights and stuff like that. It's like, no, I had to sacrifice everything, leave family behind, all of that to come over here and pay all kind of money, and you want to just hop across the border? No, 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 no. I'm not feeling that at all. So congrats to the man, to the young man for becoming a citizen. Hey, hats off to him. You're doing things the right way. Let me get to the next call. And the number to call is 434-658-1220-319 in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABS, Jacob. How's it going? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. That's good. So I got a few questions. Um, the first one would be, uh, I know you already said you don't think uh, Biden's going to win, but uh, I'm just curious as to what you think um, would happen if he ended up winning because – I'm not necessarily worried about Biden. I feel like he's nothing much to be like. I feel like he isn't as left leaning as um, too many people think from like his past and stuff. I don't know. But like my worry is the people around him. What do you think about that? I mean, as far as what specifically, like, like what happened as far as uh, just the nation in general? Yeah, just kind of becoming closer to socialism. Because like, I feel like it's really capitalism versus socialism right now. Well, I mean, what, what's going to happen? What, what's going to happen is you're going to have the federal government battling the states. Um, I'm not. I don't mean like a civil war or nothing like that. I'm just talking about legislatively. It's the same thing that's going on right now, but it'd be ramped up because what's happening is that a lot of these liberal states are trying to fight against the federal government, trying to fight against Trump, trying to say orange man bad, all this and that. So Trump's trying to say, hey. You guys got to get it under the control, get the cities back. Are we going to send the federal troops? They're like, no, we're letting it burn. They'll come over here. So it's a battle between them. Now, if Biden was to win, then it's going to be, okay, we're going to raise taxes, tax and spend. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're getting back into the World Health Organization and to NATO and all kinds of stuff we don't, shouldn't be in. So then it's going to be a matter of, Where's money going to come from? Who's going to pay for this? If they if they still going to be involved, they're not going to want to be involved. You're going to have states fighting to maintain being conservative with federal pressure 
trying to suggest otherwise. That'd be pretty much what's going on. For sure. For sure. That's a pretty good analogy, I think, what would happen if uh, Biden were to win. But uh, hopefully he doesn't. I don't believe he will. But um, one last thing, maybe a conspiracy theory. (laughs) But so the DNC hasn't announced Biden as their candidate yet, right? If I'm not mistaken. You're correct. Yeah. So, A, what would they do? Like, how could they just, since he apparently got the votes, even though he was, like, last in the running, I don't know, that doesn't make sense to me, but whatever, it's the DNC. Mm -hmm. How would they get someone else to run for president for them if they didn't get the votes? And, like... Do you, also, do you think they're just kind of playing it, knowing that he's not in the best health, hoping that like, I don't, I don't hope something happens to him because that's terrible to worship on another person, even if you don't like him. Okay, but now here's the thing about it. Happen, but, I, I got sorry. you. Here's, here's the thing about it. Yeah. I, I don't think they can do anything. I think there was some kind of uh, Supreme Court case. If I'm wrong in the chat, you guys let me know. I think it was a Supreme Court case that said that the delegates must vote for who their state wanted to vote for. Before that ruling, if I'm not mistaken, the delegates were able to go rogue and vote for whoever they wanted. So prime example, we're talking about the primaries. The primaries are held and you are able to get a certain number of delegates from each state. And the delegates, um, if you get a certain number of delegates from each state, that is added up. And if you have more than the next person, that means you're going to get the nomination if those delegates vote for you, which is generally what happens if your state voted for them to go there. But there's a certain circumstance. I forget what it is. They could just abandon their vote and go a different direction. I think that did happen with Trump, but it was only a hand, it was like two or three people that did that, that were voted by their state to vote for Trump, but they didn't do it. Okay. So it could happen to, at, at, on a broad scale. But I think there was a Supreme Court ruling against that. So they can't do anything about that. It's going to be Biden, but they can't formally announce it until the DNC, which is on the middle of August. Um, if he dies, which could happen because he's 77, 78 this year. He does not look in very good health. John McCain was 80, 81 when he died. So if he dies, then obviously you'd be the, you had the vice president that would become the president. Now, if he was to die before the election, I'm not sure how that would work who would be put in place to actually run. I'm not sure how that would work. That'd be interesting to see. It could be runoff election. I don't really know. Yeah, for sure. That's what I was, I was kind of thinking about, you know, I was like, would the DNC try to do some shifty shifts kind of stuff and put who put like, I don't know, someone who they wanted in there and maybe not the Democrats wanted in there. I don't know. It sounds kind of dumb, but I don't know. Just something to think about, I guess. But hey, ABL, thanks for taking the call again, man. I appreciate it. I uh, hope you're doing well and have a great night. Stay safe, man. I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Bye. All righty. Shout out to the caller. And let's get back to the calls. Pick hey. up the phone. <laughs> I, I picked it up, sir. <laughs> hey, <dude>. What's <laughs> happening, man? Everything is good, man. What's going on? Uh, pretty good. Uh, I've been watching your show, and I kind of like what you're saying. Oh, oh, no doubt, man. So, what's happening? 
Uh, I'm from South Carolina, you know, and uh, I'm in my mid-60s, and, you know, I grew up during the segregation immigration time, and and we were sharecroppers, you know, so things have not changed too much in this state. We don't have all this rioting and carrying on like you see a lot of people doing in Illinois and you know, in these different states, and I don't understand what's going on. Because we're labeled a prejudiced state. Well, I mean, in a lot of these other states, they're getting educated differently than you guys are. In these other states, huh? You know, I I remember that the first time they brought the blacks into the school, you know, um, they actually paid them money. A lot of people don't know this, but they actually were paid by the Democrats money to come to the white schools. And we already grew up with them, so we knew everybody. And we never had a problem. We didn't have this racist problem. Even to this day, if I go in Walmart or any stores, you know, we're just as nice to each other. And we don't have all this rioting and craziness going on. And we're just sitting back watching America go go berserk. Yeah, man, it's, it's the same kind of thing going on here where I'm at in Tennessee. You know, but people... They get educated differently depending upon where they live in the country. You living in these yeah. bulk, living in these kind of these these real liberal areas, big city areas. This is a different kind of education out there, and different kind of people. Yeah. Well, I, I I sure highly appreciate what you and B Tatum and Mike and all of them are doing. Matter of fact, I'm a member of yours and Brian Tatum's and all of them. And uh, I see the Renaissance man is getting in on it too. And a modern renaissance man, I don't know if you hooked up with him or not, but um, y'all doing an excellent job of putting the information out to the American people, and we appreciate you. Yeah, thank you for that, man. It means a lot to me. I appreciate y'all. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go because I know you got a lot of people want to talk to you, and I just wanted to get my two cents worth in because, you know, I've been there, seen it, know what it's like, and the liberals need to be run out of this country. But That's right, you man. You have a nice day, and I appreciate what you're doing. I thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Uh-huh. Uh, we appreciate you. Bye. All right. Shout out to the caller coming from South Carolina. Yeah, loving the accents. Shout out to all the, the Southern accents out there. All righty. Let's go ahead and get to the next call. The number to call, 434-658-1220. you on the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, my name is Ben. I'm from St. Louis. All right, Ben, what's going on? Hey, I just wanted to bring up, like, I believe that um, that you're right. The polls aren't aren't correct right now. I think that Trump is going to win this year. But I'm concerned that if it isn't a decisive victory, that it's not really going to matter. Because, I mean, we've seen how much obstruction has happened now, how much people have fought against us, and even how quickly they were able to turn the narrative against us just in the last four or five months and it's going to be much worse i believe after the election uh when when trump wins again unless we have a a very decisive victory and try to demonstrate somehow that the majority are are for or conservative well i mean when you say it won't matter like what does that really mean you're saying that it won't stop the tension or what what do you mean exactly well, I feel like I feel like it's more of like a stalling, um, something that's going to hold off just a little bit, bit more time, 
before before the trends that are currently happening end up end up kind of taking their toll on us. Um, I mean, I think that there's so much damage that's been done already that that we may not be able to repair. So it's it's kind of like slowly losing ground. Well, I mean, one thing about it, one one thing about it is we can't just say, all right, we voted for Trump and it's over. It's going to be a constant thing that we always fighting. It's got to be a constant fight. Like, and then it has to be beyond just voting, just being out in your community. It's got to be everything. Trump is just one piece of it. We need to be having like a daily type of battle against these kind of people. Now, I know most people cannot really do that, but those of us that can, we need to be doing that because it's going to take it because the other side, they're fighting every day. They're out there all the time doing whatever they want to do. And I feel like after the election is over with, you're going to see a calm happen because it was the same thing going on in 2016, the same exact thing. I remember tweeting some of the same things. I even posted earlier, I think it might have been this month or last month, I tweeted the same thing that I was thinking about just four years ago to the day because it was the same thing going on. And then after election, time was over with the the riot money dried up the attention dried up and everything kind of went back to a normal of course the media are going to be out there trying to push stuff but regular people weren't even really you know it was on to the next thing right now it's going to be hot because of the election but after this is over with things to kind of go back and then we go back to the the smaller fights that we deal with on an everyday basis anyway that's that's not going to stop you can't just you know hang your head on voting for trump and just be done with it I, I agree with you. I, I mean, it's obviously Trump is just one piece of the overall puzzle. Um, but what I'm concerned about is I, I think that a lot of emphasis is being put on just Trump winning this election, which is imperative. But but I mean, I mean you saw that poll that, you know, 77 percent of, of people with conservative views are nervous or, or scared to share those opinions. And it's it's incredible to me that a minority of people are are being able to direct the narrative so much. It's it's significantly damaging, and I'm nervous that that even if he wins, we might be down this this path unless we can get control of other things, including winning the the house back. Well, yeah, I mean, we got to keep on going. Like that's all we can really do. We can't just can't give up no ground. That's all we can do. There's no point in being worried about it. All we got to do is go out there and do it. And if we don't, if we're not successful, then that's on us. So we got to keep going out there and doing it. So I think, I think we will be successful, especially when they keep going out here, rioting and carrying on. That's turning people off. People don't like that. Just regular normies, they don't really like the violence that's happening. And once they realize what's going on and who's behind it, then they, they may go a different direction or simply not vote for the same people they've been voting for. So that's what I feel about that. Okay, well, I, I do appreciate your enthusiasm, and I uh, I try to keep up with everything you're doing, so uh, keep it up. I do appreciate you sharing your thoughts with this on me, or, All right. on this with me. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yep. Bye. All right, shout out to the caller, and thank you all for being here. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. All right, caller in line, who's speaking to 617? Yeah, this is Ivan, man. Come on, man. You wishing me that I was in jail, man? Come on now. Oh yeah, hey man. I was saying that you might be because you, you know, I don't know what you got going on, man. You got, you got a hot temper. You could be locked up, man. But no, I'm, 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 no, I don't, I don't have a high temper. Actually, I'm laughing all the time. When, when oh, okay. All these colors come up, uh, and some of them are okay, but some of them some say the most craziest thing that I never heard in my life. That I've been watching politics over thirty plus years. 
But you say that you were a Democrat in 2008. You voted for Obama, right? Yes. In 2014, you said it. For, uh, uh, 12, you said it to vote for Mitt Romney. But when, when, so in 2015, when Obama decided to pass the uh, criminal justice reform bill and prison reform bill, why you didn't put out a video on YouTube saying that why the Republicans were against the president? When Obama told the Democrats, hey, put a bill together with the Republicans, let's, let's pass uh, 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 how you call it, a bipartisan bill, and the Republicans, they, they all turned their back on the, the Democrats left, except for uh, Tim Scott and uh, Tim Paul Ryan. The, the rest left. They, they, they didn't want anything to do with uh, Obama passing any bills. So why you why you weren't involved? Even 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 that you left, even that you voted for me, Ronnie, but you know this bill would have helped people of color let out of jail. Why you didn't Why you didn't support it? That was 2010. No, that was in the bill. It was in 2015. That's what it had to pass. When so what, 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 bill, what bill was this? The uh, the criminal justice reform bill and prison reform. You know, Obama was the first president that visited a prison. When he was in the prison talking to the guys in jail, he told him, hey, there's so much that you can do, but I want to start a, a prison reform plan so those who are non-violence offenders could learn a skill in prison so when they come out, they could get jobs or they could start their own businesses. And he said they wanted to kind of eliminate the drug conviction for them prevention from getting financial aid. You know, that was, like, that was so, 2010. No, no, that was not. In 2010, he did the... Uh, the uh, I think it was the the drug for uh, the reduction the for the the difference between crack and cocaine. That's what he did in 2010. Okay, you know, like now uh, the, the in, in 2000 was passed. Now what, whatever whatever the case may be, in 2015 I just started. I started my videos at, in like November of 2015. So that was even before I started. So how would I do a video oh, back then before I started? Why why you so when Obama tried to pass police reform, criminal justice reform, prison reform. When, when, he, when all the Republicans, the same Republicans that you want people to vote for, were against this bill. Like, if we could have prison reform, um, 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 criminal justice reform, police reform, uh, uh, educational reform, uh, uh, the beautiful infrastructure, uh, we could have all these things right now. We wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have the problems that we have now, right? Because with all these things would have passed. Why you want black people to vote for the same Republican that turned against the Democrats when they were trying to pass this bill? Okay, and so why, what, what else was what else what, was in it? Wait, wait, wait. First of all, you're talking about 2015, right? Doesn't matter what time. No, wait, 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 wait sir, 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 no, sir. You asked me a question. No, no, don't sir. You asked me a question. You asked me a question. You said why didn't I say anything about it? Well, if number one, it was before I started doing videos. It was like before I got on YouTube and started doing videos. So how would I say something back then before I was even on here making videos? Number one, and then number two, the question I would have is what else was in the bill? See, it's all kind of bills that try to get through the House and the Senate that got kind of the, the poison pills in it. Oh, it's just a reform, it's for infrastructure, but it has this in it. It has abortion up until a point of birth. I don't know if it's in there or not. I'm just trying to say what else is in the bill that people would say, you know what, that's not really a good thing to, to pass, you know, because it's us on the right right now that are trying to pass uh, the, the, um, the, the police reform bill, but the Democrats don't want it, why? Ask why ask why they don't want it. It's because things that are in the bill that they don't want. It's the same thing with us. It goes both ways. Okay, so so wait, wait, wait. Democrats so you said so you said, sir, sir, listen yes to me, no. sir. You said the bill don't go far enough, so why can't that same well, excuse be sir, okay. I'm talking. 
You said okay. the bill, you said the bill didn't go far enough, the one that we have. So why can't that same excuse be used for the right saying the same thing about Obama's bill? Huh? But that's different. But at least they sit down to Let's talk. You know the Republicans did never talk for they're not. They're, they don't want to talk to. They're, they're not having any kind of conversation years. to us about that. They don't want to talk to us about that at all. Eight years. Eight years. They didn't do anything in eight years. The the Democrats passed the bill. It was a bipartisan bill, the criminal justice reform bill, right? When? Which which bill are you talking about? The one that just passed now. The the first step act. It was a, it was a bipartisan bill, right? Bipartisan bill. Yeah. So why you didn't why you didn't give credit to the Democrat? Why you only give credit? To I did. You're lying. I did. No, you didn't. I you sure did. You, 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 you want to bet? You want to put money on it? You lying bastard. You didn't. You didn't give you, me I mean, credit. I mean, look, listen listen to me now. Do you want to bet oh, money? Man. If you want to bet money, we can we can solve it right now. You I sure did. You never give the money credit to them. I, I, just gave, I just gave, I just did a video so today. Want, All right, I'm going I'm to talk. You're going to shut up. I just gave a Democrat credit today. Vernon Jones sitting this ground. I was like, shout out to him. He's a Democrat. Not even changing. And that's fine. You can be a Democrat. I don't really care. But he is, you know, exhibiting some common sense. I give Democrats credit when it's due. So don't tell that lie. I gave him credit for being able to get that done for working with us. So don't say, don't say, don't, don't even really do that. But you know what? What's funny is that when I'm talking, I can't even hear you. I, I deafen myself. So I can't hear you at all. And then the audience can't hear you either. So when I turn my speakers back on and you're still talking, it's funny that you be talking because nobody heard you at all. But go ahead. The two things. The majority of those kids are making videos. The twins, you know, Candice Owens, she, she was supported. I mean, the NAACP supported her with a, with a lawsuit. And then she now she the NAACP. All you guys are trying to make money. I understand. It's, it's, it's time to rock. All the black conservatives left. So if, we, if we're trying, if we're trying to get money, we will be on the. If we, we're trying to make money, you go to the left. Black Lives Matter got twenty million dollars in one day, and one day after George Floyd uh, got shot and killed, not shot and killed, but after he died, and it didn't give George Floyd's family a dollar. His family got on TV. His brother got on TV and said he didn't get a dime from Black Lives Matter, but they got twenty million in one day. So if I was trying to be just a money grubber, I'd be on the left getting money with y'all. How about that? I'd be I'd be like the Obamas going into the White House just as a state senator and then come out making $100 million. Same thing with the Clintons, hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, what was your profession before that to make all that kind of money from your presidency? Huh? Same thing with Hunter Biden, a, a drunk who was removed from the military, going to board of Burisma Holdings, getting paid 80 grand a month. The money's on the left. The grift is on the left. So don't play that game with us. Racist. This, this, the, 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 the CD is old. They need a new CD. They need a new song. What? So we need, we need guys like you to play the new song, right? What, what, what song is to that? Call the, to call the liberals extremists. And they, call they are. Who's rioting right now? Sir, who's, ri who's rioting across the country right now? Sir, who's rioting across the country right now? Is it us or is it them? You tell me. They're both sides. No, 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 it's not. We're, we're, it's not us out no, there. It's not us. So, nope. so you're saying that every person that is protesting is causing riots? Every single one of them, they're going out. The, the groups, the groups that are out there are Antifa the and Black. The groups that are out there are Antifa. The groups that are out there are Antifa and Black Lives Matter. It's not us. It's not any kind of uh, right-wing group out there causing chaos. But you've been on a little bit too long, so I'll give you the last word. Okay, so now, now you need to hang up. You've been on too long, man. We don't got all day. the good work, man. Thank you for the call. I'm going to take the red pill one of these days to see how it tastes. All right, man. Do it, man. Do it. Check <laughs> all it out. All right. Bye. <laughs> all right. Shout out to Ivan. Yeah.
<laughs> the the riots have been the left, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. Ain't nobody right wing out there causing no problems. Matter of fact, when there was a right wing riot, not not riot, a right wing rally um, out there in Virginia, the, the gun rally, it, it was so peaceful that you had guys cleaning up the actual park when they were done. I'm talking about getting on their hands and knees, picking up stickers off the ground. It was it was. The park was cleaner than it was before they got there, after they left. But you go to a BLM Antifa rally, you got trash on the ground, human waste. They're, they're peeing on the ground. Just disgusting. They're, 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 they're filthy. They're, they're not worried about the virus because they're elbow to elbow. And not only are they not worried about the virus, they're not worried about the plague or anything else because they got so many trash. You got rats and cats and bats out there mingling together, creating another coronavirus. But we'll move on to the next caller. And thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. All right, caller online. We're speaking to 267. ABO? Yeah, so we're speaking to. Hey, this is uh, Chris. And uh, I'm calling from uh, Philly. Uh, it's okay. Give me a second here because uh, this is the first time I've been on one of these things. But I wanted to say a few things um, in terms of these quotas about diversity and um, inclusiveness in these public schools. Uh, it only seems to be going one way. Um, if you are a conservative, of course, and if you are a white conservative, especially. Uh, inclusiveness doesn't seem to include you. And what's strange about that is if you get, you know, fired from your job, uh, like a high school teacher did, uh, I don't know what state, but he was uh, fired for stating his support for Trump. Um, you know, how is that inclusive? And all of these people will end up getting pushed away to a new school to work. And it's going to be the same broken policy of, well, it's not inclusive enough. So I don't see at what point it's going to end. Um, it's frustrating. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure. Like, I feel like um, a lot of these uh, the, these school districts the and, and the unions got to get some kind of reform going on because you have one ideology in there. It's all that's allowed to persist. There should be some reform as far as that goes, because I feel like you have some discrimination happening when people that have different points of view are in there or try to get in there. And academia in general needs to be reformed because a lot of these teachers that are there um, and people that administration as well, they come from academia. They were taught a certain thing uh, in college and then even K through 12. So the whole thing needs to kind of get reformed. And discrimination needs to kind of be the focus. People are getting discriminated against because of their uh, their political affiliation. That should change. Yeah, I agree. Um, another thing that I saw in my local paper, uh, you know, one of these things that's on my mind, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called the Biden-Sanders Unity Task Force Recommendations. And it uses this uh, scapegoat of combating climate, uh, the climate crisis and pursuing environmental justice. And this is like AOC's new green deal, but it really has very little to do with the environment. Um, at the end of it comes things like police reform and legalizing the migration of really anyone south of the border for the sake of employment purposes 
And I really encourage you, if you haven't heard of it, and everyone else listening, to look up this document because it's really uh, scary. It's not been announced, but this is definitely the socialism that uh, Bernie Sanders has been promising and that AOC seeks. And it's the basis of a lot of this stuff that we hear going on in the institutions who are left-owned, and they truly are the um, institutional you know, oppressors because they are leftist-owned. But it's coming out of this document, and it's all documented. And uh, it would really be a benefit for everyone if you could maybe break it down or, or take a look at it and give your thoughts because um, it's promising very little change, but a whole very little good change and a whole lot of uh, bad things to come for this country in, in my, you know, conservative opinion looking at this. Um, but I guess I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Hopefully in the future I'll be more prepared for these calls, but I, I can't believe I got through. You know, I'm praying for you. Um, you're doing an amazing thing, and I really appreciate you. I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. You have a good night. All right. Now, same to you. All right, shout out to the caller. And thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the internet. Let's get to the next call. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. 913, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Caller, 913, who am I speaking to? All right, sorry, I mean, hey, that's my fault. What well, wasn't my fault? The person wasn't there. If you're calling in, have your ear next to the phone so when I pick up, you can hear me. There is a delay between the stream and me on the phone, so you can't watch this and try to time it. It's not going to work out for you. Okay, let's get to the next call. All right, Skype caller. Uh-oh. I guess it didn't work. Let's get to the next one. All right, call you on the line. I'm speaking to 786. Uh, hello? Yeah, so i speaking to Hey, what's up, brother? How's it going? Is uh, thank you for for taking my call, man. I'm I'm actually a first time caller, so um, I'm I'm a huge fan of yours. Um, uh, you know, I I watch I watch you. Um, um, me and my mom watch you pretty much every, every single night. Every time you make a new video, um, so this is my first time uh calling, but I just want to say, you know, um. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk in general. So, my my family is is, is from Cuba. My family on my mother's side, and um, you know, my family on my mother's side. You know, my my grandparents and, and my aunts. You know, they were um, they were political leaders in Cuba in the 50s and 60s when Fidel Castro uh, tried to try to rise in power. And um, they try to stop Fidel's power. And when when Fidel Castro went into power, um, they lost everything. And and my family moved here to the United States um, in December of 1966 to to escape communism. And they had to fight very hard to 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 get up in life in this country. And it's crazy to me that that the same thing that happened to Cuba is is really. Um, it's happening here in the United States, you know, with, with all the burning down of, of, of our cities and, 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 the, and the burning down of statues and, and, and taking down the statues and all that. If you watch 
some some videos of, of what of what Nazi uh, uh, of what concentration camp survivors have had gone through. And you know, a lot of what uh, a lot of what's happening today is it, basically, you know, hi- history is repeating itself, man. If, if you don't learn your history, you're, you're doomed to repeat it, man. And what's crazy to me is is a, a lot of Americans are 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 falling for it. You know, one of my neighbors. You know, it, one of my neighbors is, is a is a full left winger, and when you try to talk to them uh, uh, about what's going on, it's, they 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 just scream at you, and they don't want to hear it. Um, and um, um, you know, and and one one other thing, you know, when when my mom was um was in cuba you know she, she was a, she, she was uh she was a little girl in cuba in grade school and she was being indoctrinated you know r- russian propaganda back in the day and and a similar thing is happening now with grade school in in, in grade school today you know teachers are indoctrinating kids to, to to hate the president um my um my uh my my little uh, nephew one of his friends just recently passed away in a car accident and when we went to the school to uh to to memory and uh uh we threw balloons up in the air some of the balloons had helium and 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 some of the balloons just had regular air in them and the teachers that that were there um watching the event they went and they went in and and they said that uh that the reason why that we don't have um, uh, helium in some balloons is because of Donald Trump. And and it's just dude, I mean, what 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 does Trump have anything to do with helium? You know, um, my nephew's a third grade teacher. Um, you know, has ha, um, I, I try to talk to him about uh, about politics and, and try to and, and try to make him think uh, how to make him think like a liberal. And it's just crazy, man. I mean, I, I just think that, that that we need to wake up more. Wait, wait, wait. I got I to gotta pause. I got to pause right here. So the helium thing, did you, did you get the answer to the whole helium situation? I'm sorry, what? Did you get an answer to the helium question? Like, why does, why is Trump involved with helium? Did you get an answer to that question? No, no. You know, my, we don't really get involved and in, in, in that you know, I'm 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 not really super involved with with my nephew, and, and we we just don't we don't say anything. Um, but okay, now okay, I'm I'm, I'm, asking, I'm asking, I got another question for you. Now you're talking about you know being from Cuba and you seeing some of the same things happening. Like, what's one if you can give me an example of one thing that you've seen that kind of just you know alerted you. This is similar to what happened in Cuba, as far as you know, the communism and whatnot. Well, well, um, not not uh, not many. Um, I'm sorry, man. I I know I'm stuttering a lot. I'm I'm nervous. This is my first time calling. Oh, it's all right, man. Um, you you, you uh, were friends. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, one of the things, um that I saw similar what was in uh what was in Bernie's campaign. Um when when he was running, you know, how how he wanted to to um 
I mean, basically, Bernie's campaign ran ran on on 100% socialism, and and um, had a lot of policies about about um, about raising the taxes up to like 90 something uh, up to like 90 something percent, and um, and um, if if you watch uh, what some uh, what some Nazi um, survivors have gone through. Um, I watched a documentary the other day, and and it's the same thing that uh, that happened to them. You know, they, they raised their taxes up by like seventy percent, mm. and then yeah, and and then Joe Biden, Joe Biden wants to wants to um, w- w- with uh, with firearms, he wants to um um you know e- either either for either have you sell them to the government or or register them. And and it's the same thing that that um yeah that uh that they that they went through back in the day you know they either they had to register their their firearms and then well the only thing that you're doing with that is that you're buying extra time because they're gonna take it away later on. That's right. That's that's right on point, man. Hey, I got a lot of calls on the line. I thank you for calling yeah, in, yeah, man. I, d- I definitely appreciate you for the call. Thank you for taking thank you for taking my call, man. I appreciate it. All right, thank you. All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah. It's the same thing that's going on in other. It's happening in other countries, and that's why the people don't don't on the left. They don't really want to know history. They want to remove statues and stuff like that, hide it in a museum, and then they want to burn a museum down too. That's that's the actual thing. They want to put it all in one place and then torch it so it's gone, so you don't see it. You know, and like I said before, I said it in the previous video. There was this girl over in UK that um, put a statue of herself in place of a, a so-called slaver. I don't even know who the guy was, but apparently he was somebody because there was a statue of him in the town center, but they took that statue down and then put a statue up with the girl. And then she was so narcissistic that she decided to go and pose right next to the statue doing the same thing with the same little uh, skirt. She had like regular clothes on. It was like regular schoolgirl type. Oh man, man, come on. You could at least put on something nice for the statue. But anyway, it took that statue down right away because the whole purpose was not necessarily to get rid of the so-called slaver. The purpose was to remove your iconography, your statues, everything with their images to make what they want to be just be the norm. That's pretty much what's going on. Let me get to the next call. 770, you're in the line. I'm going to speak to Hello, this is Lisa Addison. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain about yourself. I'm good. I just want to let you know my husband and I have really enjoyed watching your show. Well, I thank, thank you all for that. I appreciate you. You're welcome. And I wanted to ask you something. No one's talking about it. And I noticed something on TV this week. And it happened when John Lewis was lying in state at our Capitol up in Washington. Did you see where Nancy Pelosi walked up to his casket and just patted it about three times? And then she turned to Joe Biden and his wife and just started doing all these hand motions like talking politics. Did you happen to see that? I did not see that. Well, it's it's live because I watch Fox News. And I thought to myself, that is proof in the pudding right there. It happened so subtly. To me, it was very cold. And anybody who saw it should have recognized it right away. This person is heartless. And I I just wondered if you saw that. 
No, I didn't. But you know but what? Anyway, I, it's, it's, it's no surprise to yeah. me. It's no surprise at all. Uh, uh-uh, me either. And, um, you know, you've given us a lot of hope because you've experienced a lot of things that we haven't experienced being white. And it kind of feels like we're in the same boat now. We may be a different race, but we're going through these same issues. Um, as Christians, we see our freedoms being taken from us. And uh, I'm just really glad us Christians are hooking up and trying to find ways to build hope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think people are starting to find communities and no, it's not just them. They're not alone. They don't they're not crazy. You know, this is more of a common way to think and behave than what people would want you to know about, especially the mainstream media. And I absolutely loved how Vernon Jones came out and said what he did on TV and stood his ground. And I'm from Georgia. So, you know, I can't vote for anybody outside of Harrelson County, but, you know, they've got my back. Anybody, they've got my back. That's but right. We, we just can't believe we finally got through to you tonight <laughs> because I've been like speed dialing and speed dialing and speed line. My husband's like, you know, you're on a mission. But I don't even <laughs> have it on the TV because we just walked up from the shop. So I can't even hear myself on live TV. But, you know, we just we want to support you. We're going to keep watching you. I try to send um, your YouTubes to friends and messages because I feel like that's going to build up people that can watch you and uh, learn the truth. Because after today, we are really being censored and people take it for granted. Once they cut out what we can hear, that that's going to be kind of scary. Yeah, it's going to be an issue, but you know, we're building something that's so strong and people are going to know who we are. It's, it's going to be, they're going to try to silence us, they're going to try to censor us, but they're not going to be successful at the end of the day. Amen, amen. And I like Officer Tatum too and DeGraggio. You guys are doing such a good job and for all you people out there that are listening on the show, that may believe that we are trying to stir up trouble. We're of peace, and we're just trying to tell you guys the facts that we know. So um, I won't keep you because I know somebody's got you on speed dial. <laughs> Do you want to say something, David? ABL, man. <laughs> <laughs> but ABL, and I love your smile. You just light up a room. You know, another Christian can recognize a Christian. And, you know, I think you're, I wanted to tell you, I think you're very intelligent. And I just appreciate your show. Just keep on keeping on. And we're going to keep watching you. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Have a good night, everyone. Have a good night. All right, now. All right. Shout out to the caller. Hey, great calls. Fantastic calls. Y'all are the best. Like I said before, you guys are the best audience on the Internet. So I appreciate y'all. And the number to call is 434-658-1220. All right, caller. Can you hear me, boss? Yeah, man. How are you? Everything's. Turn you off. There, there you go. Excellent. Yeah, man. I'm from Tokyo. My name's James. Um, I, I want, first off, I just want to say thanks for uh, all your hard work. It's real. It's not easy going through all this stuff and then trying to actually do the research to find out what the truth is and where it lies. But it's good stuff. I want to thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. No problem. 
I want to talk about uh, Bill Barr. Yeah, Bill Barr. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was an. It was like a witch hunt. Oh, of course. I couldn't believe they were doing. I couldn't believe they were doing that to him. What was that about? But they, they always do that. Anytime you have these uh, these hearings that go on television, it's always the same thing. They always want to yeah. attack the man. Um, it's, just, it's a way to try and embarrass him. They're asking him things that don't make any sense. It, it's just a way to try and attack him, conservatives, well, Trump, anybody. That's all. Yeah, they wanted their soundbite for, for the news just to show that they were going after the you know, orange man bad. That's right, Orange Man Bad. That's all. That's all that it was. It's all. It's all it ever is at these these hearings. It's always the same way. It's it's kind of predictable at this particular point in time. And they they wind up saying the same things because they all want to. They all have the same objective. It's not really just trying to find any truth or facts. It's trying to embarrass. It was like they had a script because they knew, and I think that's why they didn't let him answer. Because if they let him answer, that would automatically take them off the script, and they wouldn't have anything to say to him. Right. Bill Barr is far more intelligent than any of those people up there. To be quite honest, I'm not entirely sure how some of them got elected. Right. Exactly. That, that's, that's all it was, because when he would try to answer, they would cut him off. They, they would cut him off and accuse him of not wanting to answer. It's like you're not letting them talk because it was already a script that they had prepared. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I got to reclaim my time. What, reclaim your time for what? You asked him a question. He's trying to answer it. Right. Uh, that was insane. That was insane. You know, what really bothers me, though, is the fact that they are going to just vilify him and Trump up there on TV. And unless you watch that whole live thing, the news doesn't cover it. You know, they're going to show their version of it. And people are just eating it up, man. We need guys like you and Brandon. We need the, we need the Hodge twins. I mean, you guys, great stuff, man. Thank you very much. I thank y'all for watching. I couldn't, I couldn't do it without y'all. So thank y'all. Yeah, man. We're from Tokyo. We're, I mean, we're, you're getting watched all around the world, dude. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Be blessed. All Thanks right, man. Take me. Thank you for the call. Right. Yeah, man. So shout out to the caller coming all the way from Tokyo, Japan. Arigato, all that good stuff. You know what I'm talking about? All right. Let's get to the next call. The number to call 434-658-1220. Nico, what's happening, man? Nico, can you hear me, boss? All right, Nico cannot hear me. Nico, if you're listening to me, now that the call is off, you got to tighten your sound up. I don't know what's going on, but I answered you, but you couldn't hear me. Let's get to the next call. 504, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Ariel. Hello. This is uh, Sarah. Can you hear me? I heard you well. What's going on? This is Sarah. I'm from um, calling from New Orleans, Louisiana. I just want to do a quick shout out. I just want to say God bless you. God bless Brandon Tatum. God bless Derek Gretanigo, Candace Owens. It's, I just think it's so great to see fellow black Americans speaking truth and life and right wing. Because I got to tell you, growing up in the South as a black American, I, I was raised on conservative views, right? So it's like being around family or friends, I always felt like I was in the twilight zone because I'm like, everybody going crazy, all angry and whatnot. And I'm just sitting there like, man, what's wrong with y'all? What's wrong with me? Like, I'm way different from what y'all think. So watching y'all, I'm like, man, I'm not the only one. So it was so good just to see y'all talking about white wing stuff, stuff I can relate to and stuff I believe in, the same value. So 
it's just real good to see y'all all out there talking truth. I mean, it's like, y'all like the Fantastic Four. And that's what I call you. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, so it's just really good to see y'all, man. I'm glad y'all out there speaking truth. So God bless you and your family. Keep doing what y'all doing, man. I really appreciate y'all. And thank you for your support and the call. Thank definitely, you. definitely appreciate you. Thank you. All right, shout out to the caller coming from all the way from, from, from New Orleans. Shout out to everybody all over the world, all over the country, watching ABL Live and watching everybody else. All right. Oh, and of course, you guys, if you don't know, I'll be live on Brandon Tatum's channel tomorrow. And I think we got um, Renaissance Man is going to be on the show tomorrow. I think he was in the, the, the chat earlier. So, yeah, we're going to have um, Brandon Tatum, Derek Gradenigo, Renaissance Man, and myself live on the show tomorrow. That'll be 8 p.m. Eastern time to about 10 p.m. Eastern time live tomorrow night on Brandon Tatum, Dr. Tatum on his YouTube channel. Be there or you already know what time it is. You got to be square. L7. Let's get to the next call. All right, caller, who am I speaking to? Hello, sir. My name is Alfie. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain about yourself. Um, I'm great. I'm great. Uh, I didn't think I'd get through again. Um, I was wondering, whether, have you been hearing the news recently? If my boy Nippin is in the chat, he may he may know this individual. But have you been following the news about uh, a grime artist in the UK called Wiley and his anti-Semitism? No, I've not heard about that. What's going on with that? So there's a grime MC in the UK. He's known as like the godfather of grime. Like he's kind of the the... the the Bob Marley of his genre. He is the, the the originator, essentially. And he's known to get into a lot of beefs and a lot of fights and cause a lot of controversy. Well, he recently... <laughs> he, he Bear in mind, he's received an MBE. Uh, so he's received, like, awards from the royal family for his um, services to the music industry. So, hold on. Like, is the MBE when you get knighted, or is that something else? Uh, so there's a few stages. Like uh, a knighthood is like the the cream of the crop. That's the best thing. You are now sir, first name, surname. That that's your thing. But there are some like OBE. I believe that's a order of the British Empire and uh, MBE, which is something else. So Wiley received an MBE. He recently went on Twitter and wrote some really like ab- like horrible anti-Semitic tweets. And some of them, like uh, uh, the slang that was used, was uh, "hold corn." Uh, if you're holding corn in the UK, uh, that means you're going to get shot. Corn representing bullets. Um, so he was like, "the the Jewish community can hold some corn." Wow. Um, was, yeah, and he was really kind of going in on the Jewish community, and um, Twitter instantly banned him, permanently banned him. Facebook and Instagram, like, permanently banned. And it's just crazy to see, like, that whole genre of music. He is one of the founding fathers. And, like, overnight, how quickly he can lose his career and all of his social media is absolutely mental. I was following this along. He was tweeting once every, like, 30 seconds or so. But, yeah, it's mental. Really, really crazy. It's probably uh, something that you'd want to follow as well because... In the UK, we've got, obviously, our two key parties. We have the Labour Party and we have the Conservatives. Um, Wiley has very uh, much openly supported Jeremy Corbyn, who was the former leader of the Labour Party, very much socialist. 
Um, and Jeremy Corbyn in the Labour Party in the UK have been getting up to some, well, they've had a lot of anti-Semitism allegations made towards them, specifically anti-Semitism. And uh, it's kind of funny to see those two things go hand in hand, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It all, really, it all stems from somewhere. <laughs> that's right. But yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting story. Wow, that's crazy. I'm going I'm to I'm follow that one and do, I might do a video on it if I get enough information. That's, that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. His name is Wiley, uh, if you want to take some notes. But yeah, it's really, really great. But yeah, thank you again for taking my call. Hope the chat's doing good. Uh, I hope you have a very nice night, my friend. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you very much. All right. Shout out to the call. Shout out to the caller. Okay. So the guy, Wiley, he he apologized after that. Uh, banned from Twitter. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to check, check this whole thing out. All right. So thank you all for joining. And the guy is like not even young guy. The guy what like forty one. So I mean, you should know what you're doing. All right, let's get to the next call. Nico, can you hear me, boss? Your your microphone is like I can't really hear you. It's it's, it's like kind of fuzzy. I no, I can't really hear you. All right, I got it. It's it's kind of the same. I got I got to hang up. I'm sorry. I had to hang up on Nico. Nico, you got you got you to get your sound together because I can't really hear you. All right, let's try the next call. Seven eight six on the line. Who am I speaking to? How's it going, ABL? My name is Gabe. I'm calling from uh, South Florida. All righty, Gabe. What's going on? All right, so um, I know you just had a caller a little while ago that was Cuban. Uh, I'm Cuban myself. Um, I was born there. I came here when I was about a year old. Um, but obviously, I mean, you know, I didn't experience uh, the hardship firsthand, but, you know, my parents growing up there and living until their 30s, they, they definitely experienced it. Um, and, you know, just I, I wanted, because I know Fidel Castro, um, my grandpa still lives there. He's 92. I'm sorry, 94. Um, and he's kind of, like, I've heard him talk in the past about how, like, Fidel, when he would speak, um, it, it what he said, it sounded very, you know, like enticing. It sounded something that, like, you know, anybody could buy. Um, and I just, I, I wanted to, to listen to it firsthand because I know that, you know, like a lot of liberals today, you know, like AOC, Bernie Sanders, people like that, um, the things that they say at face value, it sounds like, you know, something that everybody could agree with, you know, like, oh, equality and, you know, all of those things. But, um, when it comes in, when you put it into practice, you know, it, it, it fails miserably. <laughs> um, kind of like, you know, how, how we see in Cuba where, where Fidel, like if you look back to his speeches, um, they sound, you know, like so good. And, and it sounds like, oh, you know, for the people and all that. But in reality, the result was just, you know, atrocious. Um, so, I mean, you know, if you give your, your two cents on that, I'd appreciate it. Well, yeah, see, people, they don't really... They don't understand what they're doing. They don't know what they don't understand the history behind what they're doing, because these ideas they're espousing aren't new. They've been tried and they've failed before, but they don't get it. And I think uh, Yuri Bezmanov said it the best. Ex-KGB agent, which is an excellent uh, video that came out like in 1984. He said the same thing. He was like, they, they're not going to realize what they've done 
until the government boot crashes them in the head. And until until it gets to the point of no return, that'll be when they realize we've made a mistake. But not until then, because they don't study history. And if they do know history, they ignore it and pretend it won't happen to them. But it's always happened. That is the same thing. It's a pattern. Happens over and over again. They keep trying to do it. It always ends up the same way. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it's funny because you look at the comment sections of these YouTube videos of his speeches and there are people actually, you know, supporting him and, and like, oh, you know, he was a man and this and that. And like 99% of those people didn't live in Cuba or don't have relatives in Cuba. You know, they haven't experienced it. They just go by, you know, I guess, you know, socialist propaganda that they've heard and things like that. So I, I guess it's one of those things that unless you've experienced it firsthand, you, you really don't know, you know, like that it that it doesn't work unless you know you're you're educated exactly 100 percent correct but anyways I, I thank you for taking my call you i appreciate it and thank you for the call man definitely appreciate you Alrighty. all right shout out to the caller yeah people don't understand they don't know what's going on because they never really experienced it that's just the bottom line of that let me get to the next call oh okay let's go 403, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Master Anthony. Uh, I'll write a call. Yes, I'm Hello? speaking. Speaking to you. What's happening? Master Anthony, um, man, I, I'm a little bit nervous. This is kind of like getting Jimi Hendrix on the phone for me. You're a rock star <laughs> for me, buddy. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm calling from uh, Western Canada anyway. Um, but it just, it just seems to me that uh, we've lost something that uh, the people that founded the United States had the skills to do, but we've been told, don't do it, which is, I might be wrong, but I think they were from all different political and religious backgrounds. And I mean, I'm 55, and ever since I can remember, everybody has always said, at family gatherings and stuff. Don't talk religion and don't talk politics. And I'm kind of guessing that the people that founded the USA were all different politics and all different religions, and they probably spoke civilly to each other. But it seems that nobody's teaching that skill anymore. And I was just wondering what your thoughts were about that. And uh, I'll leave you at that and uh, watch your reply on the on YouTube. All right. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Peace, ADL. All right. Now, peace. All righty. But yeah, so I think people want so much attention. It's the instant gratification era. We want attention. We want to be seen. We want to be noticed. People tend to forget about other people and their feelings on what they want and just how to be civil. Civility takes a back seat when you're just trying to gain attention for yourself. You do anything to gain attention. You know, people will embarrass their parents. They don't even really care. It's all about trying to get attention. And it's a it's a it's a um, it's a selfish kind of society. People don't think about others. They don't socialize properly. You know, you got to be able to socialize and understand how to do with others and get rid of this selfish mind state. That's that's really what's going on. A lot of, a lot of selfish people, they think, oh, well, I want to do X, Y, and Z. You should do it too. And if you don't, then I'm going to mock you. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some attention. I want to get all the notoriety on me. Not thinking about how you're going to affect others. Not thinking about how you treat other people. 
that's still very important. You got to treat, treat others with respect and you'll get respect in return. A lot of people that are out there screeching and stuff, they have not discovered that yet. They think they can just attack people and assault people that are getting them attention. There's just, it's like a community of people that do the same thing and they always turn on each other. You know, I've seen some of these uh, so-called protests, ain't nothing but rallies, um, ain't nothing but riots, not rallies, ain't nothing but riots. And I've seen people in the crowd fight each other because they're all kind of like the same. They don't care about other people, they care about themselves. This is why you have a, a white liberal guy come up to a black person and say to her that she's not black enough and that I'm, you know, the, the white guy would say, I'm blacker than you are. He has a son because he don't want to get sunburned and will tell the African person that you're not even really black. That was a lady that talked about the drug. That actually happened. The guy from the Louder with the Louder with Crowder video that was screaming on him. Matter of fact, I'll pull it up right now so you guys know what I'm talking about. So I'm not just making the obscure reference. And thank you to everybody that's uh, calling on in. You guys know the drill, the number to call 434-658-1220. We got about a half hour left. Uh, I'm going to get to this video right here. Quick little um you know, 45 seconds, just so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. You're on the, you're betraying Black Lives Matter. I'm black. Yeah, yeah, well, that's not. You're white. You know, you're not black on the inside. I'm more black than you on the inside at this particular point. So that's, that's kind of what happens. It's like, I, 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 you this, you this, talking down to her, totally ignoring her and what her feelings are. It's all about me. I'm trying to get attention. And then the drugs don't help because that guy was probably high as gas. You understand what I'm saying? He probably was high as a space needle. He was high as the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. He was just, you know, high as a US as I don't even know what a space station is, high as the moon. He was high and selfish and trying to get attention because he was also in a lot of Ricardo video, trying to get some 15 minutes of fame going on. You see what I'm saying? And you can be an addict hooked on drugs and also hooked on attention. But I'm gonna keep going. Let's get to the next video. 314 online, who am I speaking to? Paul Metzger. All righty, what's going on? Anthony Brian Logan, am I talking to you, brother? Yes, you are. Man, I love your show. Thank, Thank you, you, man. for taking my call. Uh, no problem. So, with all this um, unrest in Washington and or Seattle and and Portland, uh, I might have that wrong. I'm really nervous, but um, why doesn't Trump put up sanctions against Washington and Portland? They have medical marijuana. They have social marijuana. Why can't he sanction Americans when they don't act right? You know what? I think that's a that's a good question. I think all that he really can do is prevent them from getting federal funding. I think that's what he can do. Um, outside of just kind of like kicking them out of the, he can't really just remove them from the union. I wish that at a certain point he could, except for I mean, the, except for those that are good people. If you're a good person, you can pop, you can apply to become a citizen of the U.S. If you come from uh, the left coast, but we'll take you in. But if you're one of the the rabble rousers out there, we got to put you in a little isolated corner and. You know, the Pacific Northwest in the mountains somewhere, so we don't see you anymore. But go ahead. But, I mean, marijuana sales is still against the law, according to federal law. Yeah. State state law, city law, they can change it if they want. But those federal agents could 
could close down the dispensaries in Washington, in Seattle, uh, Seattle, Washington, and uh, why I can't remember. Um, yeah, Friato, Portland, uh, San Francisco, Portland, Los yeah. Angeles, the, the whole, the entire left coast in general. Yeah, just use federal law to sanction those cities until the rioters calm down. I mean, you can't have spaced out rioters. Yeah, I mean, you, you got a point, you know, but I think what can actually, what, what he could actually do is cut off some of that federal funding and he might need to go ahead and send a little raid down for the weed, you know, send a little raid. And it's, it's, yeah. been, it's, been, it's, been, it's been done before. They did that it's under a- Obama, actually. They, they sent some raids to some of these, uh, these grow operations and whatnot because it's still illegal federally. Okay, well, thank you for all you do. I love your show and, and the way you wrap it all up and put a bow on top. I love you, man. All right, thank you for your call, man, and your support. I definitely appreciate you. All right. Anthony uh, for president. There you go, man. Anthony thank you. Brian Logan and Candace <laughs> Owens for president and vice president. There, there it is, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right, shout out to the caller. And thank you all for joining. Uh, the number to call, 434-658-1220. If you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and do that. I'd appreciate it. And when you do subscribe, click the bell that's right there as well. When you click the bell, you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. So do that for me. Hopefully the bell works. If you guys, if the bell works, let me know. If it doesn't, let me know. If it doesn't, it's not my fault. Blame the white lady at YouTube, Susan Wojcicki. It's her fault. Let's get to the next call. 214 in the line I'm speaking to. Hey, ABL, what's up, man? This is Tariq, bro. All right, Tariq, what's going on? Not much, man. I just want to talk about, you know, John Lewis and, um, you know, Biden's potential VP pick. Um, the only thing about John Lewis is this is interesting looking at the media and they're like, um, Trump chooses not to pay respects to John Lewis. And it, it, it's just funny because it's like, y'all don't want, y'all call him a racist. And y'all don't want him anywhere near black people, but then, like, want him to pay his respects. And, you know, when John Lewis was alive, and I'm not saying anything ill about the dead, but he was very brutal against Trump, man. Like, he believed the entire Russian narrative. You know, he also believed that Trump was an illegitimate president. You know, things like this. And it frustrates me as a black person because I I don't understand why none of our black politicians in the CBC – it just seems like they all fall in line, man, you know, including the ones alive. Like, they don't put – they don't challenge any system. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you can count on them to be the most extreme, the most hostile, you know, just the most tossing out racism just in support of the Democrats. And they never challenge their party. When it comes to wars, the CBC, they're all, they're all for it. Bailout bank, CBC, they're all for it. Letting illegal immigration, they're all for it. And, and it's just like, you know, what black people got to start asking themselves, because a lot of us, we just vote for these people because they are black and Democrat. Seriously, we don't know their policies simply because they are black and they are a Democrat. We got to start asking, what do they do for us? Like, why do we keep getting their vote? Like, you can even talk to random black folks and be like, name three people in the CBC. And they won't even know. Because the CBC does nothing for black people. So, you know, the thing about John Lewis, you know, no, Trump doesn't have to be there. And it's like, no, like, y'all just want him to come there and then y'all are going to trash him. Now, I know Barack Obama and um, George Bush is going to his funeral. 
and that's fine. But no, nah, man, like I respect Trump to be like, no, I'm not going. You know what I'm saying? Because these people have been really brutal to him. It's the same thing with John John McCain. John McCain was very, very brutal to Donald Trump. You know, he was he was the one that stopped Obamacare. He was that one lone Republican. You know, it's so frustrating, man. It's always on our side where we got that one lone Republican stopping things. Like you see, Justice Chief Justice John Roberts. He's that one lone conservative. Uh, Republican judge, and let me go ahead and side with the Democrats on DACA. I'm like, wow! Are you like, <laughs> like what? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, what is going on? Like, we got to get rid of people. So, yeah, shouts out to, to Trump for that. The other thing about Kamala Harris, I, I'm hearing Kamala Harris maybe by the VP, and this is what angers me about black people once again. It's like, the thing is, bro, I really love black people, and I want us to be like a race that's really respected politically. Like, okay, if black people have an issue, like, take it seriously. But I'm not blaming white people anymore because the thing is, is like the, the, the reason why Democrats get away with what they do is because black people allow it. Like, I, I'm not blaming white supremacists. I'm blaming black people. The fact that Joe Biden can say, I'm going to have a black woman as a VP, and you don't even ask the black community, like, uh, do you even have a consensus of who black people may want? What if black people are like, hey, we want Candace Owens? Joe Biden picking on Candace Owens. Joe Biden is going to pick a black person who is a part of the status quo, who is probably liberal, probably have done nothing for for black people, and probably been very detrimental to black people like Kamala Harris' record. And black people are just going to go along with it because it's a black woman. That's it. It's just they, they are going to look at her skin color and say, yeah, you see, he must love black people. Look, he got this black face who, who's really, you know, we act like black people can't sell out. Like, that's what that's what boggles my mind. Black people do sell out. Like, look at our rappers. They all sold out. They're all told to rap about the most disparaging thing to your people. And we're going to make you millionaires. We're not going to, you know, we are liberals who control the whole industry. We're not going to put your, your most intelligent people on there who's talking about buying stocks and creating families and love. No, 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 no. We want you to rap about killing your people, drugs, and just sell them out. Then when, like, Trayvon Martin or George Ford dies, act like you are pro-black. So that way people can think that the whole industry is pro-black. It's just, it's, it's my game. So, yeah, the Democrats can play with black folks like that. They can pander to us and be like, yeah, we're just going to put some black women in. Because to me, all the translate is to, we, you know, we're, we're, we're doing this so we can just get your vote and that's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, there's no sit-down, okay, if we're going to get someone black, let's see what's really hurting the black community, and let's see who has their finger on the pulse on it, and let's see if they're going to really take some serious steps to fixing the black community. You know, I, I don't care for Kamala Harris, I'm, you know, Stacey Abrams, but yeah, man, um, I put this all on black people for that situation. Like, what, like, what do you think about that, man, him just... I'm just going to put a, a black woman as a VP. Like, what does that do for you as a black man? Nothing at all. Exactly. And, and, and another thing is, bro, for in is black men, this is what I don't understand. Like, black men are not respected in the Democrat Party, period. Like, black men have no voice. Black men are seen in two ways. Either you are effeminate or you are being seen as a victim. But if you're a strong black man, it's like, no. I'm leading my family. No, I'm outspoken. No, I'm going to help my community. You're not appreciated. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, even the, and, and even the black liberal women 
for a part of politics, they're all like black women, black women, black women, gays, and illegal immigrants, and they say nothing about black men. And, I, and I'm just looking, I'm like, this black man, this is why you're not respected. Like, you don't fight for nothing. You don't stand up and say, you know what, if y'all going to keep disrespecting us, guess what? You don't get another four years of Trump, and we don't care. Like, that that's another thing that just annoys me about black men. Like, we got to wake our brothers up, man. Like, they want to talk all this king stuff, and we kings, and we strong, and, and we find the white man, and then you 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 you, you look on these liberal pub- publications, black men are terrorizing their community, black men are, you know, racist, homophobic, misogynist, all this nonsense. And you, you don't hear nothing from the black male base. But that's pretty much all I'm going to say, bro. All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Take care. All right. Peace. Wow. Tariq with the great call all the time. Nothing but the truth. And you know what? To, to you know, piggyback off of that, uh, CNN, a.k.a. the Communist News Network, Clinton News Network, China News Network, <laughs> um, Counterfeit News Network, they even said that they don't want anybody that's a strong black male, like a a heterosexual black male on their network. They want somebody that's kind of like effeminate, kind of soft and like not threatening, but you don't hear that over on Fox. You got my man, um, Charles Payne, strong guy, smart guy, a a man for real. Um, uh, David Webb, a lot of guys over there, like actual men, masculine men over there, you know. But over on Fox, you got, you know, Don Lemon. Not not, not Fox, pardon me. Over on CNN, you got Don Lemon. It's like Don Lemon, that's 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 your 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 pick of the litter, Don Lemon, really. Guys that guys that can cry on demand. That's pretty much what you got. Now, if that's you, then that's fine. That's that's no that's not that's you or whatever. I'm just saying. They don't want strong men on the show. They don't want strong men on on their network because it goes against their whole narrative. They want to paint us as not being able to be that because if we're that, then that goes against the whole victimhood narrative. You know, if they have me on there, like six foot three, over 200 pound black dude in there, and I'm not going to be a victim and crying and stuff like that. I mean, how they really going to spin that into, oh, he's an NSA victim. I don't really understand how they're going to do that. But let's get to the next call. 612, you're in line. I'm speaking to. 612. Hello. Yo, what's going on, my man? About time I got through. What's happening? Hey, ain't shit, man. You know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't cuss, though. You can't cuss. Oh, okay, okay, my fault, G. Uh, so check this out, right? Uh, I'm from Illinois, right? And uh, I'm out here in Denver on the east side. And it's, it's, it's you know, it's project housing and everything like that. And uh, I'm talking to one of my neighbors, right? And she's an older black lady, OG Crip. And, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm kind of throwing facts out at her. And she's kind of giving me uh, her pers- uh, perspective on that. And you know, it's like uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to tell her like you know, um, okay, well, you know, there's more white people on welfare than there is black people, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. It's just it'd be kind of hard sometimes when you be trying to justify your point, you know, coming from uh, somebody who's white. Like 
they want to say, okay, well, you ain't black. You ain't black, so you can't understand. It's like, yeah, okay, I feel that, you know. But it's like you give them a situation like I got pulled over by the police one time for speeding. I was doing 20 over. They knocked on my window. They told me, hey, you need to get out of the car. We're going to search the vehicle. So I was like, okay, so I tell her that. You know, it's like, uh, so so what that got, So what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, is they profiling me? You know, mm-hmm. she's like, she don't say, okay, well, you know, they they do that because you look like us. So like, they jump uh, people on the left. They jump from one side to the other to make it fit their narrative. And uh, you know, being out like in uh, like just areas like that, man, it, it'd be really hard to kind of justify a point because you can't let them know necessarily uh, that you like a, a Trump supporter and all that. They just gonna come at you with everything racist and all that and this and whatnot. You feel me? So yeah. it, it'd be hard to justify your point, but you gotta you gotta stand your ground and you know kind of just put the facts out there. Certain certain things that you know and you can kind of relate to. You know, you can't you can't necessarily talk about okay. I'm 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 not black, so I can't necessarily talk about that all the time. But I can tell you that I ain't never had no white privilege in my life. I had to work for everything. I come from poor, poor, low class, and and now you know my folks who raised me, they're middle class. You know what I'm saying? So it, I just wanted to call you and uh, you know let you know what what uh, we've been talking about last night. Shine some light on that. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, my man. Yeah. All right, now. Yeah, shout out to the caller. One thing about it, it's hard to, how can I say, it, it's hard to convince people that are already convinced in their mind that they know what's going on and you don't. You see, like, especially adults, it's, it's kind of hard to do that. Like, I don't even really do that with people unless they are open or they ask me a question. If they, if somebody approaches me and they ask me a question, they I feel like they might be open a little bit, so I engage. But if they don't ask me a question, then I feel like they're not really trying to hear too much. So I don't even really go there. I, you know, I try to just keep quiet. If if I'm not asked a question and nobody talks to me directly and says, "Hey, ABO, what about X, Y, and Z?" I don't even really get involved because they're not really going to want to hear me. All I was going to do, like I can just give you straight facts. And you're not going to receive it because you're not because you don't want to receive it. It doesn't really matter what I say. I could say uh, water is wet and dirt is brown, and they, they just say nope. I don't believe it. Fake news, fake because they don't want to hear it. Seven one six, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Oh, hey Anthony, it's uh, Gene from Seven One Six Buffalo, New York. All righty. Actually, was. I'm I'm sorry for interrupting you. Um, I actually wasn't uh, wasn't expecting for you to pick up my call because you probably know the number. Oh no! Nah, I mean, I've I've no idea who's calling really. So what's going on? Oh yeah, um, I I was about to talk about that um, Navy uh, veteran that got uh, beat up supposedly by uh, police. Uh, in Seattle, I believe it happened. And um, I saw a video where he actually kicked one of the officers 
in a leg like a roll kick and uh, only after that uh, they tried to talk to him and then only later they started beating him that doesn't show on the world media at all like they don't show this like seriously they don't show this like even in Russia I watch Russian news too uh, and they don't show it and because it was deleted or edited or something because they don't show before that he actually did the low kick like a MMA style low kick to knock somebody out but the guy didn't actually fell but uh, they tried to talk to him and only then later they started beating him and spraying him and they made a big deal out of it, but they cut out the part where he was the one who kicked the officer. I mean, if I kicked the officer, guess what? What what happened? What happened to me? Yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts about that? I mean, yeah, I didn't see that, but what you're describing, if the guy got beat up as a result of yeah, if if he got beat up as a result, I, if he got I beat up as a result, okay. If he got beat up as a result of that, then he got what he asked for. You can't just, you know, assault police officers and expect not to get anything, you know, any kind of retaliation. That's just what it is. Now, is, is he dead or what? Did he, did he just get beat up? What happened? Well, the, uh, apparently he said he had like a crack in his arm or a leg or something. Um, they uh, smacked him. He was a big guy. He was much bigger than those, uh, uh, you know, uh, police, uh, anti-riot police. Uh, and um, in Seattle, they raised a big deal like, oh, this ex-Navy, uh, you know, like uh, veteran received the beating from police for no reason. But I saw the other video right before he actually kicked the guy and that was a professional kick. It was like MMA kick to knock you out, mm -hmm. uh, like to, to make you fall down. And he kicked the officer, but he didn't fall down. And after that, they started talking to him and then they atta uh, attacked him with the maze and uh you know they were hitting him in the arms legs whatever but what i'm saying is for some video for some reason that video disappeared from internet um how about this um we've been manipulated in so many ways i saw it when i saw it and then i cannot find the video even it was in the Fox, uh, maybe there's still um, some uh, videos on the Fox media, uh, because I do believe in Fox media, you, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're good uh, compared to other uh, news or media agencies. Um, what are your thoughts about uh, how they delete uh, content from internet well they're just trying to like a lot of times it's just they are trying to push a certain narrative and, and they don't want things to be out there or maybe they don't want to interfere with an investigation i'm not really sure why they delete they, they may have deleted that one but a lot of times it comes from pressure from advertisers or they i don't know it's it's different reasons that they'll do it but i'm not really a fan 
I'm not really a fan of it because you should have yeah. information like that available to people so they're able to see things for themselves. But hey, I'm sorry I'm out of time right here. Thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you very much uh, for all your content. And uh, I'm sorry you have to go through so many different calls uh, uh, because so many different people, so many different opinions. Um, but yeah, um, that's the only thing I wanted to brought up to you. Uh, it's like, please look into it because believe me, he kicked the police officer to knock him out. It's like a kick, professional kick from a uh, SWAT team tactics, basically. He was an ex-Navy, so he knew what he was doing. So yeah, just look into it. All right, thank you. Thank you for the call. All right, thank you. Thank you very much, and uh, have a good day. And man, I always love your videos and um, all your broadcasts. You're doing great, man. All right. Uh, how, you, how, man. how about how about this? Uh, das Vidanya. Did, did I do that right? Das Vidanya. Das Vidanya. All right, now. Bye. Okay. All right, man. I'll talk to you some other time, maybe. All right. Um, I I definitely would love to actually meet you in a person and someday maybe and okay. we'll talk and uh you know what i mean all right well, anyway uh thank you very much and have a good night all right thank you for the call all right shout out to the caller and that's a wrap for the call tonight if you didn't get on it's not my fault you gotta blame the white man for that all righty Thank y'all for being here. Don't go nowhere, though, because I got super chats I still got to read, and I got a lot of them, and I thank y'all for joining. Um, what I was just writing right now, I'm going to do some membership perks for you guys that have joined the members. I got 35, I think, new members tonight. Shout out to all y'all for joining. There's a little button that says join. You're able to join the, um, the channel for whatever you want to give. Um, whatever whatever tiers there are, you can pick whatever you want. And I'm going to assign certain uh, perks to them. And I'll, I'll let those be known pretty soon. But I was just writing them down just now so I don't forget. You know, I write a lot all day. I read and write all the time. Uh, if I was going to Rutgers, they would just say that I'm some kind of anomaly because I know how to read and write because I'm black. But anyway, we have Super Chats on deck. I'm going to read those right quick and then I'm going to be on out. Thank you all again for being here. Shout out to DAPA who says, I call you my brother. I appreciate you for that. Shout out to Chickenhead, hilarious username with the keep it up emoji with the working out uh, icon. Thank you for that. Thank you to Ryan Walker, who says, ABL and Tatum are number one. I appreciate you for that and your very kind words. Thank you to Adam Pitzer, who says, first time tuning in, but the first of many to come. I am a fan. Claremont County, Ohio in the house. Shout out to Ohio. My, my, my neighbor state to my birthplace uh, in Canal County, West Virginia. Shout out to Son Goku who says, do you know who Antoine Tucker is? Yeah, I, I met Antoine Tucker. Um, met him a few times, really good dude. And so, and if so, do you think he has a chance to beat AOC? I don't really know about that because the, the issue is not necessarily AOC. The issue is number one, the district where they are in New York and also the people that are going to contribute money like the, the district you get a lot of a lot of liberal democrats a lot of dominicans and stuff a lot of puerto ricans so it's like it, it's kind of hard to beat that before 
AOC, it was another guy. I forget his name, but he had been there for a very long time. You guys know who, who was in there before AOC in that particular district. He was there for a long time, like, I don't know, 12 consecutive terms or something crazy like that. And he was a Democrat. So you got a long-held Democrat-run area with a Democrat in there right now. It's hard for a conservative guy to come in, regardless of who it is. It's an uphill battle, but I wish him the best. Shout out to Reggie Washington for becoming a member of the ABL squad. Thank you to Joni for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Alexandro Alfaro who says, yo, ABL, love what you do. Keep it up. The Vernon video was fire. I loved hearing you guys talk back to back like it was a symphony. Hey, I, I appreciate you for that. Thank you for your donation. Uh, shout out to... Oh, shout out to Infantry 10 says, Canal Mountaineer, myself, family. Yeah, shout out to you. You probably related to me, for real. <laughs> shout out to West Virginia, Canal County, all that good stuff. And also Mingo, Logan, all that good stuff right around there. Shout out to the Owl who says, thank you, ABL, for all the hard work you do. Trump 2020, I appreciate you for that. Thank you to Big Boy 29 for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Rustic Patriot for... Uh, becoming a member of the ABO squad. Thank you to Ronaldo de Armas for becoming an ABO supporter. Yeah, this is hilarious. Shout out to Trent Jensen who says, ABO, I identify as a little teapot, short and stout. <laughs> I think I said that in the video. I don't know if I did or not. Can you tip me over and pour me out uh, on my fellow woke warriors? Hilarious. That is hilarious. Thank you for your hilarious um Captioning your super chat and your donation. I very much appreciate you. Thank you to Good Bad for upgrading to the ABO squad. Thank you to Charles Turner Jr. who says the U.S. is 70-75% overall. Enough anti-white nonsense. The leftists must not want people to judge others for who they are as people. And he also says, I meant the U.S. 75% white. You're right about that. Thank you to the Diplomatic Community for becoming an ABL superstar. Thank you to Kay Bnick, who says, thank you, ABL, for being able to speak out for us in America. Three purple hearts to you. Uh, you never falter over time. I appreciate you for that. I, I try to stay consistent with my beliefs and just being me as a person, being real as a person. And, and the best way to identify me being real as a person is to see me live because I don't write any kind of scripts ever. This is just me talking straight from the heart and you know that it's real if i was being a fake person you couldn't just come off the cuff and be witty like that it's, it's hard to be witty and fake at the same time it, those two things kind of go together like oil and water thank you to jeffrey jamie or jame for your donation or for becoming a member of the abo team as abo supporter thank you to Boosie buck who says they always ask trump if they always ask if Trump will accept the results. The real question is, will the Democrats accept the results, especially if it's a close one? Exactly. And you know what? I'm going to go a little bit further. When they ask Trump, are you going to accept the results? What they really are asking him is, hey, are you going to try to fight back against any kind of voter fraud that, that, that we're going to do, that we're going to try to do? Are you going to fight back against it? That is the actual question. So when if, if he was to say yes, then they would take that as a yes to their actual question rather than what they actually asked them. You see how that works? That's kind of how they do over on the left. Um, thank you to UI Ball for becoming a member of the ABL squad. Thank you to New Wave Bossa Nova who says, what's going to happen in Portland now that the feds are planning to move out? Well, it depends. If they're going to move out, I think what's happening, they're, they're at the table with the police in Portland. And if the feds leave, then they got to figure out a way to stop the rioting. It's got to be some kind of ceasefire. I'm not sure how they're going to do it. 
But guess what? If the feds leave and it's up to the Portland police, then it might get, it'll get less dangerous or more dangerous. One of the two. If it gets more dangerous, then that's on, you got to blame that squarely on Portland. The, the, the leadership in the city, that's their fault for not stopping it, for not nipping it in the bud. You, you saw a little weed when it was like, yay, hi. Now you got a whole tree in your yard and you got to call somebody out to cut the whole thing down where you could have just stopped it right there when it was growing. That's your fault. Little house of horrors. You had a little house plant. Now you got this whole big carnivorous monster in your basement. You understand what I'm saying? But let me get to the next uh, super chat. Thank you to Deck Dog 433 Iron Dart 22 who says ABL 109 and 2010 was the bill. AB 109, not ABL. AB 109 and 2010 was the bill. Get that corny lame off the phone. AB, love what you do, bro. <laughs> yeah. So basically. The bill that I was talking about with Ivan, that was in 2010, not 2015, like he was saying, 2010, not 2015. All right. And it doesn't even really matter because I just had came to YouTube in 2015. Like I started doing videos seriously, like in November, because I remember when I started, it was like after Thanksgiving in 2015. That's a fact. Thank you to Elizabeth Lopez, who says, thank you for all you do. ABL, thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Six Guns, who says, keep speaking truth, ABL. You are one of a handful of powerful voices right now, in my opinion. Without guys like you, guys like me will just keep getting pushed into a corner without a voice to be heard. Keep on trucking, sir. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for that. Thank you to Susan Gunnawig for the keep it up emoji with the working out icon. Thank you to Anna Rodriguez, who says, why does the left use the term your privilege? I don't even know. They got all kinds of terms that are out there. It's, I think it's just a way to try and it's like it's like passive aggressive terms they use to try. They, they try to fight you with their words. You know what I say? Use your words. That's how they fight, you know, and then they get the. Enforcement arm in the Democratic Party, KKK, I mean Antifa, to go out there and fight people for real, for real. That's what's going on with that. Thank you to Mr. Tix, who says, just showing some love. God bless America, Trump 2020. Thank you for that. Thank you to Bukala Buffalo, who says, the chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock America, one day closer to victory. Thank you to Bart Simpson for the laughing emoji in a donation. Thank you to Mr. Dead in his pocket who says, I'm a union representative from part of a very large blue part of the country or arguing that our union endorsed Biden. Our main office cannot believe how many hate emails calls we got from members for doing so. Hang in there, everybody. Hey, that's a good um, super chat and donation right there because people don't really understand. Like, you'd be surprised how many people are on your side. And everybody has a guard up. You know, I meet people and we get to talking about certain things. And then they find out what I do. Because I, I tell them, you know, what do you do? I'm a YouTuber. I, I say that with pride, too, because I enjoy what I do. It's fun. I'm a YouTuber. Oh, what do you do? I'm a conservative poli um, political YouTuber. I tell anybody that. And the guard drops down instantly. All right. And then they, you could talk to people normally. There's a lot of people out there that are just like you. You would never know it because they don't want to get their, you know, work out. They don't want to get their work involved with their politics. They don't, they're not really trying to be public with it. But once you are able to get them comfortable in talking, it's all good. Thank you to Mr. Dead in His Pocket, who says, I'm a union. All right, that one. Thank you to Great T, who says, Big Tech Executives testify with no authority of law. So what's the point? Uh, it, it, exactly. 
Exactly. What's the purpose? My thing is, let's get some laws passed. Let's get some laws in the books and talk to me then. But until then, I'm just seeing kind of a dog and pony show. I'm not really seeing anything that's serious. For real, for real, you could keep these hearings behind closed doors because it doesn't even really matter either way you go. And matter of fact, it should be behind closed doors because it's less of the grandstanding because there ain't no cameras involved. Thank you to Mr. Tix who says, orange man bad. You guys keep him walking the way, Trump 2020. Thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, shout out to Frank Girardi for the thumbs up emoji. Thank you to, um, let me see, Cape Nick for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Sheer the Wolf and Lead the Sheep for your donation. Thank you to Hank McCoy who says, highly recommend it part times vid with ex-mayor Jen Ragamer on labor unions. I'm going to check it out. Thank you to Jay Case who says, you destroy morals, you just you create division, you create confusion and distraction, amplify immorality and destroy family, hide the truth in plain sight, physically distant, isolate, demoralize, decimate. We are hanging on. That's what they're trying to do, but we're not going to let them. You know, out here where I am, they're talking about, oh, you got to social distance and face masks. Ain't nobody doing that. Ain't nobody enforcing it either. The police don't care. Citizens don't care. We back to normal. Oh, it's a hot spot. They're talking about Chattanooga was a hot spot. Ain't no hot spot. You know, people die just like any other town that they die. This this is this is not even the real thing. They, they were reporting deaths that would be the equivalent to flu deaths as if there's some kind of big problem, and it's not. And they're inflating the deaths too, and it's been proven with documents, news reports, and everything. It's not even a it's not some kind of conspiracy that I'm saying. This is an actual fact. They are inflating the numbers to scare people. All right. Let me see. Shout out to, let me see, Harley Ryder One who says, if people think BLM is about black lives, look at the logo. Are we learning yet? Love you, ABL. Press on with your message. Thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Scuba Steve who says, higher than, uh, hold on. Scuba Steve says, higher than Joe Biden is going to raise your taxes. Hilarious. Talking about uh, the guy that was um, screaming in front of the black lady, talking about he's Jesus, all this and that. Thank you to Charles Taylor Jr. who says, look at the great black men who also appear as guests on Fox News. Larry Elder, Burgess Owens, Leo Terrell, Senator Tim Scott. Exactly. Strong men. You know, strong men. Even Leo. Leo's on the left, but he's a strong leftist. They don't want Leo to be on uh, the Communist News Network, a.k.a. the China News Network, a.k.a. the Clinton News Network, because he's too strong. They want guys that they can, like I said, they want Don Lemon. He could crown the man. They want a guy like that who is viewed as soft. They want to, even if you're not soft, they want to make you appear to be soft because that pushes forward their message. They don't want masculinity and strength because they feel like that's not even possible for men to do. They want to have the woman be on there uh, loud talking the wrong talking, but this different story. I digress. Thank you to Charles Herman Jr. who says, if you, I forgot, Bob Wilson, Thomas Saul, Walter Williams. Thank you to uh, S. Demas 73 for your donation. Says 2020, great donation. Thank you to Nippon who says, I didn't abandon the Democrats and Democrats abandoned me. Exactly. That's what my man says. Uh, my man, uh, um, Vernon Jones, said the same thing. I did not abandon the Democratic Party. They abandoned me. That's what he says. Thank you to Nacho Mammy who be upgraded to ABO Squad. Thank you to Trent Jensen. I read that one. That was hilarious. Thank you to Adrian Fundis who says, always being legit. Thumbs up, 100. Thank you to Deborah Palastri, who says, Good night, ABL. Thank you. Love how you wrap it on up with a bow, and, like a, with a little red bow. I appreciate you. Thank you to Brother Throat Puncher, who says, I know a 3%er California. I, I now, I'm now a 3%er. There you go. 
I'm now a three percenter. California has gone too far, and it violates the American Constitution. The left must go. I'm right there with you, man. Thank you for that. Thank you to Cape Nick for a donation that says, ABO, you are the GOAT. I appreciate you for the very kind words. Thank you to Bruce Jettings for becoming a member of ABO Squad. Thank you to Madman Josh who says, I was told on Twitter today that I have more privilege than LeBron James because I'm white. <laughs> wow, really? LeBron James, most of millionaire, all the money in the world, kids set for life, really? I'm middle class, Native American, Irish descent welder. What is wrong with you for today? They just, you know, everything is based on color. They've, they're being indoctrinated to become racist. They view everything through the lens of race and say that they're not racist. It's crazy. And I hope that people are able to identify this kind of behavior and they see what's going on and they turn a different direction and don't go too far down this, you know, this radical pathway that they're doing. And I'm doing my little part to make sure that kids can see a different way. All right. Thank you to you. who says ABL on point as always corruption and lies abound media, academia, political systems, hit them where they live, money, IRS and lawsuits, fair them out. Thank you. You patriot you. I appreciate you for that. Very kind words. And you're right on point. You, you got to get down to the core of what's going on to really, you know, identify the problem and get it out. Thank you to don't play with me who says, how do you combat the stance? Racism is a power structure. Black people can't be racist. How can you change someone from thinking that absurd? It's he. Well, okay. Number one is, when you say whites are powerful because if blacks can't be powerful, we don't have any power and it's only whites. Well, why does that power not go to everybody that's white? If whites could just have power, then why do I see so many poor white people, people that's hungry, starving and everything else? Okay. And why was Obama the president for eight years for two terms back to back? Was he not powerful as a president? Okay. If he wasn't powerful, then why'd you vote for him? Why did everybody like why was it whites blacks everybody hispanics everybody that voted for him why did that happen okay it doesn't make any sense like and let's get down to what power really is it's all about money and being able to control things through, through your know-how through through your dollars through your voting power that's that's the actual power right there so anybody can be a racist and then also look at the actual definition of the word racist nothing about power is there where does it even come from it's a nonsensical definition that doesn't exist it's false even if it were to be real definition, it's false. And, you know, it, it's just kind of a thing to make people feel like they're lower than you. And I'm going to add that one last thing here. If you think that black people are inferior to white people, how are you different than the white supremacists? That's, that's the exact same ideology. The, the key difference between somebody that thinks that black folks can't because they don't have any power at all, just in general, as a group, not even thinking about anybody that has any money or any kind of heads of state in different nations around the world. But anyway... If you think that way, the difference between you and the white supremacist is that the white supremacist feels good about saying that and the white liberal does not, but you have the same viewpoint of black people. So you're not any different. You're both racist. You just think you are better than everybody, than, than, than the white supremacist, but you're the same. Thank you to Good Bad who says, ABO people want to know how to join from an iPhone. I have no idea. I don't, matter of fact, hold on. This, this is an iPhone right here. This is an iPhone SE. I just got this like kind of like recently. And the only reason I have this is because I got to do certain things on it. Like Instagram works pretty well on it. You know, this, this, this is a work device. And I only have it because I have to. Hold on. I'm going I'm to look at this right here. Okay. Wow, that's a good question. How do you join from my iPhone? Because I don't even really see it. I I don't know. Hold on. 
let me see it might not be available honestly because it should be like right on the video page if you guys know in the chat let me know how can you join the channel from my iphone i have no idea because i don't see it i do see super chats and stickers and stuff like that but i don't see the join so yeah i don't know i, I got, i'm gonna I'm I'm ask um the youtubes for that yeah, but I'm a I'm an Android guy. My my daily driver is an Android. That's what I really uh, you know do the most. The iPhone is just for work purposes. That's all. Th you know, that's all that is. All right, and shout out to let me see. Thank you to John Curse who says keep on grit grinding. ABL a will do, man. Thank you for your donation. Most certainly appreciate you. Thank you to Cape Nick who says we will sit with you since you stuck with us, America. Thank you to Darion Bercier, I, 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 I know I put you a name and I'm sorry, who says, keep speaking the truth, will do. And thank you to Get Erect, excellent username, by the way, who says, why am I seeing in a bad light from one team to adopt a child from a, from a background or race? Hold on, let me start it over again. I, I, t I told it to pieces. They asked me, why am I seeing in a bad light for one team to adopt a child from any background or race? As a white male, it's seen as a guilt thing. Um, They, they feel like you're just doing it I, it's just it's weird i feel like you're doing it for points just to just to get attention but i don't, I don't care nothing about that you know if you're going to adopt a child then it doesn't matter it, not, it, none of that really matters the point is that you adopt a child and treat the child right you know that's all that really matters okay so shout out to you for doing that because people you know can't take care of the kids for whatever the reason may be and these kids want homes. I, don't, I know people that grew up in the foster system and aged out, never were adopted. So if you're willing to adopt somebody, then that's all that really matters. Don't worry about what anybody says. All that matters is that you do a good job raising that child. That's it. That's all that matters. All right. So thank you all for joining. It's been a great um, show as always. You guys are fantastic. I couldn't do it without y'all. And thank you to the moderators. You guys do a great job as well. Thank you to Kim Bone, True Helper, Liza Jean, Michelle A, Shreves, Bill from the Hills, uh, Charles Turner Jr., thank you for moderating, boss. Uh, Dr. Kingswater, see you in there. Uh, shout out to Ansel. Um, shout out to everybody. You guys are fantastic. Like I said, I couldn't do it without you. And I will see you guys again live tomorrow on Brandon Tatum's channel. That'll be 8 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern. It's, it'll be myself, Brandon Tatum, Derek Gradenego, and also Modern Renaissance Man. Uh, he's coming up right now. He's hot. He got a whole bunch of subs. He's, he's really doing his thing. So shout out to him. He'll be on the show tomorrow. Again, Modern Renaissance Man will be our special guest live on the stream tomorrow. So y'all go check him out. Matter of fact, I'm going to put his link in the chat so you guys can see it. All right, that's him right there. So subscribe to Modern Renaissance Man. Check us out tomorrow. And I'll be live again on this channel Saturday at... 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern. And if you're not subscribed yet, because a lot of y'all not subscribed yet, go ahead and subscribe to me right now. It's free. It costs you nothing. And when you do subscribe, click the bell as well because you get a notification whenever I go live and or post a new video. All right. That's all I got. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.